It is footy and frothies. We are back for 2022, uh, kicking off the new year with Super Coach Talk. Daggy, that will be me. Daggy Barney with you now, Ollie, this week. Uh, but we are joined by one of our my resident Super Coach. Uh, what would you be, Danan? Um, counselling counsellor, therapist, one of them that uh, we chat regularly about Super Coach. Danan, good friend of the show, joins us to talk some Super Coach opinions and ideas, and we're going to run through. All the positions, uh, some of the prices, some of the traps, and uh, some of the basics to start with. But first of all, Barney, I better ask how you are, mate. A little bit tired. <laughs> you didn't do much today, did you? Bit, bit more exercise than usual yeah. <laughs> the last couple of weekends, but feeling every bit of 39, pushing 40, but Don't look a day life's pretty good. 54, get it right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Stone. Um, and Dayton, how are you, mate? Not too bad, guys. It's, uh, get your mic near your mouth. Getting you? a little bit closer. Is that better? No, but keep going. No, but keep going. Oh, it's good there to be go. back. Um, looking forward to the season ahead. I'll just ask you before we get into it. Uh, obviously, Para fan. Uh, we're not going to spend a great deal of time on news and stuff tonight. That'll be for the weeks ahead. But uh, what have you made the Para off-season? It's been a, probably a rough one for you. Uh, what have you made the Para off-season and where they're headed this year? Well, probably more so next year than what this about, year. But. What about the baiting to just the start? <laughs> <laughs> just couldn't help yourself. Just drop the lure in front hey, of you. That's it. Uh, they're, they're garbage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, you are quite a positive person. Yeah, always. Um, mm. Top six should still be on the cards this year, but they've let go of the second row of the year. They've yeah. let go of the player that almost got Queensland hooker. They have no thoughts of re-signing Madison. So if Sean Lane's the best second rower the club's going to have, <laughs> where do you go from there? I don't actually know what their plan is. They don't. They don't seem to have one. Well, they All don't it is have is a retention plan. No. Yeah, sure. it's like, but like it's not like they're targeting. Who are they targeting? They've got Mitch Rain this year. If yeah. he, if he's Reed's replacement, obviously they don't plan on winning a premiership if it's not this season. Mm. I, I still, it's easy to forget they've still got this year ahead of them, and I still think they're a genuine top five or six. I treated them that way in doing um, my little spreadsheet I did the other day, which I'll get to in our full season preview. But very grave concerns for next year. and But they've extended BA, so I assume he's just going to be there forever now, and they'll be happy to Andy's son. spend a few years running um, running 13th, and then maybe they'll rebuild down the line. But Yeah, I don't yeah. know. You're a Tigers fan. What's it like? Yeah. Uh, Next year should be right. Yeah, actually, I'm quietly confident for this year, but I'll save that. But um, we've still no, got it's 12 months to get some quality into that that lineup for 2023. So. I still feel like there's some dominoes ready to be tipped. I still feel like there's well, they've freed up a bit of cash. So. Well, that's, well that is I still the only feel positive. like we should have cash. The, I still feel like there's more to the Luke Brooks thing, whether it's Newcastle, where, and I think there's going to be dominoes all the way around. I think one go, and next thing, three or four clubs might. But I don't know where they're quite headed, where they're going to try. And, and who they who even want to target. I don't, I don't think know. that helps us, though, because we've just lost one of the best hookers in the comp mm. and one of the best second rowers. So, obviously, chips in with Gutho and chips in with, um, Moses. well, Moses. So. But they were both already signed. So, mm. it surely can't be their money that's the reason. No, no, Gutho just re-signed. That was but I, next I, year. I don't believe it was much more, if anything. Okay. So, it's not like, oh, you've re-signed Gutho, you now lose X, Y, and Z. Yep. They've lost Will Smith, who was a great utility. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So this year, I think, is par, and then next year... <laughs> I was excited for this season until this conversation. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm excited for the rest. Uh, it is time for footy. 
footy chat they will get into it. I just want to plug quickly the PCTC, Punters Challenge Chipping Comps. Their Autumn Carnival Racing Comp is about to kick off for any racing fans that want to jump in. That kicks off next Saturday. Uh, there's a free and buy it option. Find them on Facebook. But they will be our official partner for our tipping comp again as they were last year. We'll try and tee up Gaz maybe in two weeks and have a chat with him. Hopefully Give him we'll a plug get a bit in. closer to the top ten than last this <laughs> yeah. year. But Let's not dwell on that. See how we go. Uh, yeah, the Big Bash did no favours for me either. So no. uh, they will be... Dane, and you've been part of it for now for several years as well, actually. The, the tipping for the horses I have been. Yeah. Um, but... Haven't with the footy, so I'll join in this year with the footy teaming. And so um, we'll have more information. We'll share all that through our Facebook and uh, Twitter as we get into it. But uh, Gaz does a great job, runs a tidy ship. Uh, I think I've been absolutely. involved for nearly a decade now. The memories have been popping up. So, uh, yeah, check out the footy stuff. Uh, check out the racing stuff next week, but footy stuff as we head towards uh, footy season. Can't now, come quick enough. Now, Supercoach Barn, uh, we... Let's start from the start very quickly. Do you want to give a quick proxy of, I guess, what Supercoach is for those that might be new to it? I assume if they're listening to us, they probably have a fair idea. <laughs> uh, but a quick run through, and then Dane and we'll talk a bit about the rule changes this year. But Barn, yeah, what is a Supercoach in 100 words or less? Well, basically, it's come off the back of the um, the NFL fantasy football, which is um, basically every every player is given a price based on um, their output during each game. Uh, Tackles are worth a worth a point. Hit ups are worth one. Um, a, a good one that goes over eight meters will get you two. Uh, offloads, attacking stats are are a very big um, point gainer for um, for Supercoach. Obviously, um, they're they're a little bit hit and miss with attacking stats. Obviously, some of your better guys like your Tommy, who absolutely tore it up last year, and Nathan Cleary go real big on attacking stats, but. Um, you also need your workers that are going to make you 30, 40 tackles and get you 30, 40 points just in defence and a few good hit-ups here and there. So offloads are crucial as well. Basically, any anyone that's consistently putting out a good 60 to 80 minutes every week is someone that you need to have in your side. Mm-hmm. So The good thing this year is they've given us an extra 400000 to play with with our salary cap. The only downside to that is that it's, all the prices are based off the end of last season, and so at the end of last season, most teams most teams are worth about twelve to thirteen million dollars. <laughs> so we're going to be scrounging around for some um, bottom dollar players to fill a few spots in your in your squad of twenty five. Yeah. So last and I think the rule changes overall last year was the biggest points year in SuperCoach yes, with the attacking, close to ever with attacking points. Yep. The rule changes affected that greatly, and we saw some ridiculous individual. Points. Uh, I think 200 was cracked what, four or five times. Yeah, the, the top point scoring ever was broken three or four times, yeah. I think, in, with just two players. Uh, we saw CC, CT dubs become gold for a lot of it, um, real good backline uh, back players. And we saw, obviously, the top end fullbacks and halves were just monsters. Uh, yeah, so I think there are inflated prices, which we'll get to position by position. Any basics you really want to throw out for advice starting off in the first month or so when we get there? Well, generally a lot of players will um, stack their second row. Generally they're the guys that um, are given the offloads and um, breaking, breaking holes on the yeah. edges of the of the defence. So um, if you, you realistically want someone that's pu- pushing out 50 to 60 points in your starting 17 in pretty much every position every week. It's it's not yeah. something that you're going to find, but that's what that's the goal. That's what you're looking for. Um, and put your credentials down, Barn. How did you finish up last year? 
pretty average. You you um you cleaned me <laughs> up pretty you, well last year. <laughs> I was top two percent of the game, so hey. I was in the top seventeen or something yeah. percent. I, I think it was. Today was I yeah, generally 2%. I generally finished. and that was with um literally thirteen of my plays in the hospital the last two. Yeah, rounds. your last two or three weeks, you but absolutely. I, was, I went from one percent to two percent to gone. That's with what no killed trades. me. I was looking at like the first five percent top finish, and jeez. I think the last round I had seven players. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just bad. I generally finish in the top 20% most years that I've played. I think I've played from the very first season that yeah. ever kicked off when Nathan Hindmarsh was an absolute super coach god and so was Corey Parker. Yeah. They were your two guys that everyone went for. But um, this year's going to be pretty tricky, I think. So it's going to be difficult. The, obviously, the elephant in the room we've seen it with Big Bash this year is going to be COVID. Yes, uh, absolutely. The upside is that... Probably everyone's going to have had it by March. Uh, but we saw with the big bash that teams were decimated in a day. It's going to happen this year. There's going to be lots of outside top 30 players. Uh, Dane, and you've got the rule changes, I believe, in front of you. Do you want to run through So what's changed this year and how it might affect that? So hopefully I've found them all. The, the first one is 42 trades now instead of 37. Yep. There's five extra... Trades throughout the year, so I think they're calling them the boost weekends, where you get to do. Do you get to choose when you, you use get it? to choose them? Yep. So you normally get two around, but for those five weeks you can choose three. But rounds uh, thirteen and round seventeen, which are the buy rounds, you get three. So that week you can choose to have four. Um, so they're the biggest rule changes in terms of the trades. I like the idea of being able to choose when you when you use it, especially with teams that have obviously had a few injuries or um, yeah. With the trades, you can always also now reverse your trade after the lockout, as long as your player hasn't played, which is yeah, something which is you can never very interesting. Used to do. Uh, yeah. So, what do you think on just those to start with? Uh, I, I like the idea of the boost. I th- interested to see how that pans out. You don't uh, have that five week uh, five five trade round anymore. So you. So that's good. That. So you've got a. Plan for origin yourself. I essentially. believe so. Yeah, Basically. it's now. Yeah, wow. you get that extra one to use. Uh, I, I like that because you know your preparation's rewarded in a way. Uh, I think it's going to be tough. I think there's going to be lots of people hitting reverse <laughs> late in the game. Uh, but it. How does it affect the loop? There will be that too. That's I'm sure to be exploited, but it's already being exploited anyway. You know, people loop all the time. There'll be a lot of head-to-head games where somebody might be down, um, need 100 to win or something, and they pull two players, reverse it, pull two players yeah. out and pull, bring in another two players. Which is obviously going to cost you. Depending on what kind of money you can, mm. you can shuffle around. Yeah. The thing is, you've got to have the money to spend the money as well. It's not like you can go and, if you're down by 100, go and buy Tommy Turbo at the last minute without preparation. So No, of course. So another rule change is player position updates. Mm. Um, I, li- I like this because... Um, it there was a few times last year where, especially by the back end, people were playing. I think Adam Dewey was no Adam Dewey. There was someone that ended up playing five eight, but he couldn't. He was still a CT double for the whole year, and I can't think who it was. Schuster was the second rower all year. There's was quite a few. Eight, yeah, like there was might be yeah. Schuster, but so are they? And they're going to either remove or add Jaws. So the K, I don't think anyone's being removed because I think yeah, it's okay. too hard for the system. But the KFC Supercoach team will reassess player positions and assign dual position status to players. If their on-field role changes, the updates will be provided ahead of rounds 6, 12 and 18. I like it. So we're, we're happy with that one? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. 
That's something I've been actually asking for for quite a while, to be honest. I thought that should have been done, especially if you get someone that's coming out of, um, <clears throat> you know, centre wing position and you can't fit him in there and he's been moved into the forwards and he's absolutely killing it. You might be able to, you might have an injury there and you can... I just felt like last year there was a lot of players just thrown into the CT dub and there is a CT dub dual second Full rowers and, or, and yeah. they were just, you ended up having four fullbacks in your, in your CT dub. Basically, I think it helps with the forwards too. Props that get moved to lock. Yeah, all of yeah. A, all of a sudden, because really the only one that was right was Papa E for a long time. But there was quite a few that uh, should have been in the front row that weren't um, that got moved. So I think that helps. So I'm I'm all for that actually. And then if you're on Supercoach Plus, you can now see the most popular vice captains each round. Okay, yeah, right. As well as ownership numbers for every player. Uh, see how many. Uh, users pick every player in their starting lineup or on the bench. Right. Okay. So that's, no, that's something. something. If you because you used to be able to see the percentage anyway for captaincy. Oh, not for but yeah. I, I believe it's now. Are they playing this week though? Is what they're yeah. adding. Yeah. So okay. it used to just be twenty five percent own this player. Yeah. And two percent are captaining, but how many Who's are actually, actually playing? Because yeah, ninety percent would have had Suwali and didn't play him. Exactly. Year, sort of, yeah. Okay. Interesting. I Interesting. believe that's it. That's they're the only. Changes I've found so far. There, there is rumours that they're going to be changing some type of points. The scoring hasn't been finalised yet. Right. I don't know how you change that though. Unless it's to tone down attack. I don't well, think there'll be massive changes. That, that's what I mean. Is it just minimise the attack to try and get the defence? Is it I to try and bring I, the forwards I, I would closer hope to not. the backs? I would hope not. But maybe because yeah, your workhorse forwards were a little bit lost last year. Like they're they're pulling out fifty five sixties. But there were games where you'd like your Josh Jackson's probably deserved a little bit more to be honest. Some of those games, but such is life. You, you roll with you roll with the game. So yeah, I don't know how they fix that unless they take two points off a line break and three points off a try. Like, I, there's not a. It doesn't look like there is a lot of. Wiggle I would rather there. them uh, quantify what constitutes a line break and those sort of things rather than just change the point scoring because there'd be times where. Dave Fafita was given seven line breaks in a play, and you go, mm, "Was it seven or was it three? Yeah. Like, so uh, that seems very, very open to interpretation. Some of the scorings, especially when you got your up scores later in the week or down scores. But um, yeah, so any other yeah basic stuff, Barney, you want to talk about before we get into it? No, not one hundred percent. Obviously, there's a. Um one of the main things is trying to make money, especially early in the game, to increase your overall salary that you can spend on your players. So you're obviously looking for at least one cheap player in every position, pretty much, uh, except for maybe hooker or your halves, depending on the way you're going to structure your team. But I probably consider someone under about 250000 as a cheap player, and if you can get them for under that price, and within four to six weeks, if they can make you a hundred grand, you can obviously flip that and turn it into to a different player in a different position or the same position. But, yeah, the, the, the realistically, the first six to eight weeks of, of Supercoach is about making as much money in as many positions as you can. Absolutely. So uh, let's get into it. We may as well just get into it. We're sort of waffling around a little bit here. Let's get into position by position. Actually, you want to look at, you're going to mention the top tens from last yeah, year. Yeah, so the, the way we finished with the top ten scorers for last year was um, Tom Trebojevic finished on 1,263,000. As was his price point? He was average was one hundred and forty three point three per game, so <laughs> he was owned by fifty percent of teams at the end of last year. Um, did is that a sign that only these 50% boys own him? Or I, I yeah, had, I I had him. Is that well, a it got to the stage where I think I got to clear it by the end of it because I had to. But it it was at the stage where I was 
if you took him out of teams, I was convincingly getting, I was convincingly winning. But you need him in a, like those games. You, you'd captain him, and he's worth three fifty, and you go, oh well, what's the point? <laughs> like you just had to have him. I think you had one game where he scored less than forty, and then yeah. pretty much every other game he scored a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> and people just lob, hit between him and Cleary last year. People just lobbed captain on him, and it was like one man show. Is it that give you an idea of how many people drop out though in a year? Yeah, there's a good 20, 25% like at the back end of the year. Only 50% yeah. that to have aren't him. really playing the game anymore. Yeah. Um, generally, yeah, people that don't start well by about halfway through the season, they they turn it up. But Yeah. Uh, I do need to mention quickly our league is full, but our group, we can have an unlimited group to where we can see head to heads every week, is code 712157. 712157. Uh, so you can jump in and take us on. But uh, yeah, the 20% person head-to-head filled up in uh, about half an hour, which was cool. And <laughs> you may need a second one later on. We might make a Possibly, second one. Yeah. Might make a second one and um, maybe throw Bar and I in, and Ollie in and then um, let, leave it open for some others to jump in. Yeah, try and share, and the, the, group share will, the love. The group will obviously, um, no matter how many people we have, it'll be the top point scorer at the end of the year will lead the group, obviously. There's yeah. no head-to-head matches in the group. but So that's just a bit of a tracking thing. And we're going to have a special show which we'll record, which we'll film as well, and uh, have a six-person draft, which we'll keep track of throughout the year for a bit of fun. Maybe have a little wager on it or something, but uh, we'll talk about that down the line. So let's get into... Oh, where are we at? So talk, yeah, run so for then, um, Our second player was Nathan Cleary at $843,900, and he was over, averaging over 100 as well. With 108.3, so, but um, he was only owned by 30% of people at the back end of last season. Mm. Uh, there was sort of a little bit, obviously, when he got injured and he was in and out there. I, I think a few people just couldn't afford to get him back in <laughs> once they got rid of him. Yeah, but I was one of them. Yeah, me too. Um, Cody Walker at 798,000, average of 83.8, owned by 40% of people at the back end of last year. Uh, Tedesco with 797,700. Averaged 86.7, so he was actually averaging better than Cody Walker for the same price, but was only owned by 30% of the people. DCE, 795, 700. Did you mention Garrick? Hmm. No, he's still to come. Oh, 767? Hmm? 792. He's doing enough money. Oh, okay, Karen. Yeah, I'm going off top prices. Okay. So these were the top price players at the end of the year. Um, Tedesco, gotcha. 797, 700. Average of 86.7. Owned by thirty percent, Delhi Cherry Evans seven nine five seven hundred with an average of eighty. Owned by ten percent of people. Is, um, I think a few people slept on Delhi there. I, I backed Delhi and honest. it was well rewarded. Yeah. Uh, Ruben Garrick seven hundred ninety two thousand five hundred, average of eighty seven and a half. Owned by thirty percent of people. Brian To'o, one of our favourites, as everybody who's ever listened to us before would have <laughs> heard about. Uh, average of eighty-four. Not a goal kicker either. He just did that through pure base, generally uh, most weekends. And owned by twenty-three and a half percent of people. Latrell Mitchell, seven hundred and thirteen thousand. Average of eighty-two point two. Had a really good year actually for yeah. um, Latrell, who does go missing every now and then. But owned by ten percent of people. You know, at the end of the day, he he was. More consistent than not. It was one of his better years. And, and he's just the best in the game, full stop, oh, apart from Tommy, at producing 60 points in about 10 minutes. He, he can turn around and have a two try assists and a try in a 10 minute period, and that'll be his game. And yeah. I think this is why they're talking about the point change, for that exact reason. Yeah. Because someone that can be as inconsistent as Latrell. 
could rack up 120 points in 20 minutes and the other 60 of the game, he was sitting out the back doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> so Josh Mansour actually was the ninth top price in um, wow. Supercoach at the end of last year. 707,900. He was averaging 65 but he was only owned, obviously, by 1% of people at the end of the year because he was injured at the yeah. back end of the year. Um, and just going on that, he's been repriced at 570 this year, so that's a bit of a drop. Alex Johnson, 696,700, average of 72.8, and was scoring tries for fun at the back end of the season, uh, owned by 20% of people. So. It's a fair few South players in that list. Yeah. yeah well, they much they were running hot at the back edge. end of the last Pretty year. much their left edge. The left edge. Well... Yeah, except for every time I went to buy one, they got injured. But um, <laughs> they were red hot. Um, some other sort of just honourable mentions. Puppy, he dropped out of that group, but was sensational for 20 until he moved into the middle, basically. Yep. Uh, apparently by choice. Uh, As an Eels fan, I never touched him because I was just like, he's on a roll if I touch him. I'll oh, he's sensational. <laughs> and, and lots of, but he started the year about 280, I think, and by the end he was over. Yeah, so he come in for Matto with the concussion. Yeah. And... The game that he was meant to go back to the bench, he never went to back to the yeah. bench and just kicked on. And He was sensational. Uh, Nico Hines was fantastic, uh, who was a fantastic CT dub for many people all year. Uh, Dewey had a great year. Another, He was CT dub as well, wasn't he? He was CT dub fullback, I think. As a 5'8". Uh, no, he was 5'8 fullback. 5'8 fullback. I think. But uh, he, for a lot of the year, he was over 700 and then dropped off at the end a little bit when they moved him around a bit. Uh, and then I guess we'll get to the workhorses. We go through those, yeah, yeah, Murray's and Crichtons and the like. So the um, the magic number this year, from what I've done, if people want to do their own research, is eight thousand seven hundred and seventy dollars per point. So basically, <coughs> if you take their price and divide it by eight thousand seven hundred and seventy, that's how they've worked out the price for this year. If you get down towards the lower regions, you'll find players that were injured or didn't play a lot of games have been they're they're priced unders realistically. Yeah. So, but I, that's, I, I really and feel and like the cash um, you're talking about earlier. Absolutely, they're the ones you need to you take the punt on to try and make your money because they're well below they they're priced below their average. But how will they go? I I really feel like the top end players were overpriced in this draft in the 2022. Uh, you know, I understand it, why the top sort of four were the prices they were, but there was that group in between. I thought it was a little bit preposterous, but you know, we work with what we've got to work with. Uh, so the key for us now, I suppose, as we go through, is to find. We're going to try and point out some cheapies, some people we can target, point out some key players that might have gone to different teams or might have a fresh start somewhere where we can cash in early. Because ultimately, what we can do for the first four to six weeks is make lots of money and then buy all the good players. Uh, I'll so just, I'll quickly run through the top ten priced for this year. Oh yeah, um, yep, yep. We've got Tommy Turbo at one point two million and a bit of change. Uh, Cleary at nine forty nine six hundred. Garrick at seven sixty seven. Uh, Teddy at seven sixty. David Fafita at seven forty five. Uh, Brian Toto at seven hundred and thirty six. Cody Walker at 7.34, Luttrell at 7.21, DCE at 6.95, and Papali'i at 694,000. That's a pretty decent list. Realistically, you're only going to be able to probably get two of those top ten into your team, and that's sort of what I've tried to work around to, to find two of them that I can squeeze in somewhere, but you can't really be pushing for three or four of those blokes at the start of the year. I was pushing for three, but... It'll it'll come down to how many cheapers I got. It, it, 
I'm looking at, but yeah, it's no more than three, and that's Tommy Turbo's just no chance. And I'm still a little bit, I don't know if just like a hangover or to do, but I'm still a little bit, I'm more worried about getting a solid second row and building that way, and that's just because of what I do. Uh, so I would be more happy to cop, miss out on one or two of them for a Crichton and a Murray and those sort of players. But we'll get to, I guess we'll work from front to back and get to that. Uh, before we get into position by position, anything else, Barn, that you wanted to touch on? Or are you happy? No, I'm good. Very good. All right, we'll kick off with hook, hookers as I drop my pen. Uh, so we'll start from the start and go backwards. Key talking points out of here, Harry Grant currently the top price to either the two Melbourne hookers, the top price, 644 and 596. Reed Marnie in third to 594. Cook and McGuinness. So the Cook, McGuinness, Braley, who's going to be out for the majority of the year. Uh, the and Connor Watson are the three over are the seven over half a mil. Barney, where would you want to start with the hookers uh, of those ones I've mentioned? So Cheese is going to miss the first week. Uh, we've got McGuinness, who's missed a whole season, which is the interesting one. Grant's missing the first week as well, I do believe. Really? I, this, I don't know if that was in, in clubs. Oh, he got suspended at the end of last year. Crusher table. Oh, yeah, Crusher, right. Yeah, he's, so he's so yeah, potentially round one, yeah. The Reed is the top hooker of those that will start seven I just one. mentioned. Uh, three won't be playing round one, and Connor Watson's probably realistically on the bench. Yes. So, Barney, where do you want to start with hookers? Oh, well, uh, the first one that I've picked is Reed. I. I Mentioned um, on the show we did a couple of weeks ago that I thought Reed Mahoney was in for a big season, and uh, there's nothing that's made me change my mind. Um, towards the back end of the year last year, before he got injured, he was probably the best hooker running around, to be honest. So um, his service is fantastic. His kicking game's getting better, and his defence is solid as any anybody else that's running around. So he's the first one that I've um, that I've put into my side. So. And. I'm exactly the same. He's got a point to prove. Eels, uh, Eels have offered him, I think, what is it, 200k less? He's, he's going to have a point to prove. He's already come out saying he wants to win a comp. Yeah, like he's saying all the right things. Um, as long as his shoulder's fine, obviously you want to ch- watch him in the trials, make sure he can get through. I'd say even if he gets through a half, I, I think the Eels are playing two games. Uh, At the end of the day, he came back too early last year. He came back and blew out the same shoulder... Yep. Trying to defend, he's one of the best defensive hookers in the game, uh, and as good at a well, probably what the third best attacking hooker realistically yep. these days. Yeah, so um, at the end of the day, we're only talking about rounds one to ten. Eels have a nice soft start to the season as well, so he should get his forty, fifty tackles and hopefully a try assist or two in the, in the start. And I, I definitely think Harry Grant's the person that you want to be finishing the season with. Whether you want to start him with, you want to see how he goes com- comes back because he got injured a lot last year, and what is going to happen with the cheese in Melbourne. I feel like he's going to be given first crack now at nine. He's definitely going to be and given. losing for Fanuk and Cheese going to be playing a lot more back row. That's it. the The other one though that wasn't in last year's is um, McInnes. Yes, because he yeah. is that dual option. What do we think about McInnes? Uh, I potentially had he's obviously very defensive based, so you've, you're working off a base of um, defensive stats rather than attack. But at first blush, when I had a run through, he was the first one I picked. I feel like I just feel that sixty grand that you're getting off Marnie is. I'm I'm a bit of a gambler, happy to gamble on him. He's a star. He's a, a forgotten super coach star. He was a freak two years ago. Yeah, well, if you go through the prices and where they're averaged at, 
Harry Grant's average of 73.5. Brandon Smith, 68. Reed Mahoney, 67.8. Damian Cook, 65.7. And Cam McGuinness is been priced at an average of 61 points. The last season he played, he averaged 76 for yeah. the year. And that was at so the Dragons. That was at the Dragons. I know that was at hooker, and he's probably going to be playing back row, but I don't think that um, disadvantages him at all if he plays 13 or on an edge. I um, think it opens up more scoring opportunities if they get their hole running right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and his average for the two years before that was 60 and 68. So if you want to pick and stick from the start, it's probably not going to hurt you. Um, the only, Obviously, I'm, I'm holding and waiting at the moment just because he's coming off the back of one of the worst injuries that any footballer can have with, with the ACL that Dana knows too well. Um, I've just noticed, completely random, have they taken fullback off Reese Robson? He was dual position hooker fullback uh, for the team picker, and I'm just looking now. He's Jake Granville's a hooker fullback this year. Oh, sorry, who, no, yeah, sorry, right. sorry, sorry, it's yeah. Granville. I'm thinking of disregard. Yeah, no, <laughs> that amused me no end when I saw that. The forgotten man in this is Damien Cook. Uh, what are we thinking with Reynolds gone and Bennett gone? Okay, so we're, we're, I'm leaning. We're, we're getting into season preview a little bit here, but I think Souths aren't going to be the team they're going to be. The Pumpkins that appear in that team regularly without Reynolds there. There's a big bill on Cam Murray to control him this year and on Damien Cook. And I didn't think he was necessarily at his best last year. Uh, and happy to avoid is in short. Um, they've got a... a f- uh, in the first four rounds, they've got Brisbane, the Storm, the Roosters and the Panthers. So, and that was the other thing I just pulled out, hadn't mentioned yet, but um, I can see him losing money for those few rounds and getting beat up, and I'll reassess. I think we can reassess at round five or six. Where Damien Cook's again, at. if you go back over the last three seasons before this last one, his average was has gone from seventy eight to seventy six to seventy, and down to sixty five and a half last year. So, and his running game was non existent at times last year. Um, Which, with the rule change, you would think he's well. He was a, a he one was that was going to change it, be exactly. the rules were built for. Whether a new but coach Souths were uh, Souths did play that left edge more than a straight line. Whether a new coach um, encourages him to run a little bit more, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I definitely won't be picking him in my team for the first four to six weeks. Connor Watson, zero interest at this zero, stage. Zero interest. I don't know what role he's going to play at the Roosters. That's, it just makes it too difficult. If he's only playing 20, 30 minutes off the bench at the Roosters, then even if he's starting, he has been training at hooker, but. No, even if sure. he's starting, I don't think it's there. With Kiri back, Kiri's going to demand ball. Walker, another year on. Teddy demands ball anyway. I, I just don't see, I don't see how he's going to be put his stamp rel- on the game. Be relevant yeah. enough in the position um, compared to some of the other guys that we've already spoken about. Uh, and let's get to some cheapies. So anyone jumped out at you, Bun? I've gone the mid-rangers first. Um, I consider anyone sort of around 450 down to about 300 as a mid-range well, yeah, player. Actually, there's some good plays in it. Make um, some yeah, decent talk. money. Yeah. I've gone with Appy Coruscant. Obviously, we all saw how um, important he is to that Penrith side. There was different times where he missed games and had injuries. And um, at 479,000, in average in 55, he's not that far below that top echelon. And there's a good um, 200, you know, 150. There's a good 150k there that you can save. So as a backup hooker, he's probably not a bad option, even as a starting hooker. And um, break Bra- break Braley at 426,000. Um, average again of around the 50 mark. 
he to me seems to be on the similar kind of trajectory as um, Reed Mahoney. Um, very good in defence. Um, hasn't quite hit his peak in the attacking stats, but he's been getting like better. But he's gonna better players around him can give him more. Uh, he's going to have better try assists. He's going to have some decent forwards to put through holes. How long will it take to gel, though? That's the well, only problem. Yeah. They're a much better side, but there's so much coming in. Will it click round one, or will it be one of those? Sit and, are you going to sit and wait five and yeah, weeks? It, it, but they've got yeah, they've got Raiders, Eels, Dragons, Knights first, and Wests the first five rounds. It's that's, juicy, that's what I mean. It, it is setup. juicy to risk it, but are you going to risk it? So they were my two mid-range players that I've got sort of around that money. To answer your question, I'm probably I'd rather roll the dice on McGuinness than Brayley, but I wouldn't be surprised. Four twenty-six. Well, you can always go McGuinness at second row. Hundred percent, hundred percent. What are your thoughts? Um, I like Reese Robson at the Cowboys if he gets it. Depending on what the bench is, because he's another one of those players that likes to go for the quick dart. It was one of his better years last year. He, he was good. Yeah, yeah. So again, do I have the guts to do it, or am I going to go read with Randall, who I'm sure we're about to chat about, who's just bottom dollar because that's how it just better for my overall side. And when we do a draft podcast, it'll be completely different. But that's the thing with Super Coach Classic. You need to pick... It's such an interesting thing because there's so many para players that I'm so interested in this year. And many of them, you don't even know if they've got a foot out the door. Exactly. So it's... It, that's it's, it. If, if they didn't have the easy run at the start, it, it would change everything. The one I want to mention, speaking of which, is a form para player, 205, Will Smith, as a second hooker option. Any interest there if he's starting hooker for the Titans? If he's starting, it could be worth it only purely because of the duel. He's got that option. Yeah. Um, and that's it's one of those gambles. Uh, the Titans, I don't believe, have the toughest of starts. No, they've got a great, they've got a great draw all and, around. And that, again, that's another... They have the ultimate mid-draw. Like, they just play... And at 205, if he's getting a starting position in hooker... It's almost guaranteed money. I don't need a plane. That's what I'm thinking, that I can pick him as a second. Yep. And if he... They've got the Eels, Warriors, Raiders, West's first month. If he's not 400 by the end of that run... That's what I mean. If if he's playing 40 minutes a game... He's pushing mid threes at least. Yeah, Yeah. and that's it. If he's playing most of the minutes... And you talk how much is a trade worth. If you can make 100, 120k, three, four rounds off a guy... 100 to 150 is generally what most people sort of accept as what what a trade's worth. And this year, I think it might even go up because of how high some of the guys are. Ray Stone? And <laughs> sorry, that was <laughs> no, no, no. Like, yeah, yeah, like he, he's a great footy player. Don't get me wrong; awesome off the bench. But this is the difference between football and making and the yeah. fantasy so side of things. A little bit cheaper. Um, these first two guys probably are a little bit. Um, you know, they're pushing four hundred thousand, but they're averaging around fifty. So you got um, Jaden Sullivan at the Dragons. It looks like he's going to be starting at hooker. Um, and the last couple of games he played in there at the end of last year, he looked very. Very strong, so 388,000. Tom Starling, again, 343. The only problem there is Hodgson. Is he, uh, I thought Hodgson was out, out the door and then Starling was coming back. But, yeah, yeah and, and obviously there's some issues off the field there. So, um, But if he if he's playing more than 40 to 60 minutes, that's probably not a bad price for him. The one sort of out of the box that I'm looking at is uh, Havili that came from Canberra. He's moved to the Warriors. Um I would suggest that they're probably going to play him as a back row bench. Um, Souths. 
uh, South, sorry, yeah, back row bench. If he's going to play 40 minutes in the back row, he's averaged, he's priced at 25 points. So I would expect him to be pushing 35 to 40 if he's playing 40 minutes in the back row. So I, I looked at him too because he's a he's a talented player. You you mentioned Chris Randall, Dane. So thoughts with the Brayley injury? I just think it's the easiest money at hooker. Um, you know the concern I have starts. is that Newcastle. How are they going to win a game this year? Is, is the concern, and that's the thing. He doesn't need to win a game if he's making doing 40, his job. Forty-five yeah. tackles, he's going to make money. There's whispers have started now that Milford and Seguiari could both end up at the Knights. Um, if either of that happens, I don't know how that affects the hooker position. I assume Seguiari. Seguiari, especially at least if off the bench, but he'll, he he'll might start. Him to probably start exactly. Start. So. Yeah, it, it, it's purely that, that second position in hooker. I'm not looking so much to be pay, playing a player. It's more the money. And I feel you? like I feel like if they name Will Smith starting nine, I'm probably going to buy him a second hooker. Yeah. Um, the other interesting one though up there is Aaron Clark. He, like he did some good stuff at the back end of last year. He's three hundred thousand. Mitch Rain's gone too. That's what I say. So yeah. one of those two is starting hooker. That's it. And they might play forty minutes each. He did some real good stuff at hooker and a little bit in the back row and uh, I feel like he can make money too so they're sort of the main ones I had outside the box there with the two titans uh, no other thoughts on hooker shall we all move on let's move on let's get to the front row uh, one of the engine rooms Barney where do you want to start in the front row this is a tough one because I think the majority of the top five are pretty much overpriced um you can't expect most front rowers to be pushing out 65 to 70 points every game. Um, There's one I can I know there was these, these guys were averaging close to 70 for most of last year, but if you look back on um, previous years, they were nowhere near it apart from Payne Haas, which is probably um, not a bad pick-and-stick option as long as he doesn't get injured during the year at 595000 um, A lot of people try to sort of save a bit of money in this front row position as well, so you might just pick the one the one gun and sort of pay early, some early on yeah yeah and um because generally the big boys take a few weeks to get going as well so you find as well essentially probably the top 10 tend to sort of float between just either side of 500 for the year yeah. they'll have a quiet week and then they'll punch out 70 and yeah, yeah Isaiah Papali at 688 Payne Haas at 595 Luke Thompson 582 Tavita Penguai Jr at 569. His ceiling is massive, but he also goes missing occasionally. And gets suspended. And Fisher Harris at 543,000. So. so, mine on that, like Haas, I've got him in at the moment yep. because it's just one less trade for the year. But at the same, as you just said, Daggy, it's one of those ones I could also wait five weeks because he'll be exactly the same price unless he scores a hat trick in, in one of the games. Puppily, I, I, I don't know. Um, but he's that jewel, so you've got the option there of floating. James Fisher Harris is one of the big ones that is no longer a jewel. Oh, really? mm. just straight out from yeah, the front so row. He's, he's now he was gold last year as yeah, a jewel. He was. So, what, what's our thoughts on that? I, I, I feel like there's one pick and stick for this year for oh, for, for early on front row. I love him. He was in my team. He was in all my teams all last year. I feel like I have other people ahead of him right now. And, I, and I've been wrong. If he was Jewel, I'd look at it. Now, I wouldn't look at it because I'd have, I've got better second rows in front of him. Uh, probably passing to start with. Yep. You? I 
my, right now, I've just got Haas and a couple of cheapies in the front. I'm. It really will come down to team lists, but that's that's one of the positions I think there could be a bit of value in. There's, there's a few people. Yeah, your thoughts on the fish I'd, first of all. I haven't had anybody in the top ten to be honest. Um, or top seven or eight in my team at the moment, but um, Fisher Harris is. He's been priced at 62 for this year. His average last, uh, the season before was 59. Before that was 66. So, you know, he's going to be in and around that mark uh, pretty much. It, he might lose a little bit, but he's another one that you could stick with for the entire season as long as he doesn't have a long-term injury. Um, Payne Haas averaged 75 and 78 the two years before. So he's actually, t- you know, he's this year he averaged 10 points less than what he has the two previous seasons, so... So you're not touching. Actually, let's talk about let's talk about Tino. Uh, is he a front row option? Is he even a backer option? Does he underproduce at Supercoach level? To be honest, I'm just he has he has done yeah. If I'm buying a Titan, it's Mo for the front Mr. Fodawaker is. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, if I'm buying a Titan forward, it's Mo. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he's seventh on the list here. Looking at this, uh, I, let's let's. To be honest, I'm looking at these top ten a little bit like you. I think. Right now, I'm thinking I'm just going to grab Haas and just move on with my life and not worry about it and look for some cheapies. But realistically, you've got Fanua Blake, who you know is bulletproof through Origin as a set and forget. Uh, and you've... Will Takiyahu kick this week? No. Walker and Momorowski. I've got Kiri, Walker... Uh, yeah, it's okay. So you're losing that for Takiyahu. Uh, so... Um, I'm. I was leaning to. Uh, I'm thinking either Haas, Fodder Waker, or Fenel Blake. If I'm looking at the top, well, eleven essentially. Well, I started with Tino just because the soft draw for the first four to six weeks. I think you'll end up probably five fifty, close to six hundred by the after four to six weeks of the mm-hmm. season. Lindsay Collins. Um, yeah. Has been priced about ten. 10 points below his average from the previous season. Obviously, he's coming back again off a, off an injury, which is. A, Another it's, ACL. Yeah, so, you know, um, props don't step too much, so hopefully there's right. not that much pressure on the on the ACL, but my, my they do get smashed and knocked sideways. One so. of mine's Luke Thompson, only because he still held that duel. Yes. I'd, and the in, Bulldogs in a, are going to be better. In a better team, how much better can he be? I, that's he was a superstar last year. And that's what I mean. So he's now in a better side, and he's still got the duel. Yeah. The, the, the worry is... How much does TPJ, who is also another jewel, does he? They're essentially yeah. the same price. Yeah, who would? Yeah, so you're thinking? Well, actually, it's ten grand. If they let, if they let Thompson float, let him play thirteen and put go through the middle when he wants to and go to an edge, I think that would be perfect for yeah. um, for Luke Thompson. But the jewel just comes in massively. If he was just a second rower, mm. I don't think you pick him up. Yeah. Um, but uh, but as the jewel. And again, TPJ probably plays sixteen games. He's going to get suspended. He, he's potentially. Oh, he's. It seems he's a long way from New South Wales. And, and so. yeah, I can't see him being New South Wales. And I'm sure we're going to talk about Angus soon enough because he, he falls under that same thing. He, he touches a jaw. It's two weeks. Mm. Even if it's yeah, a grade one, it's two last, weeks. Yeah. All right. So, Barn, you're. Uh, so you're happy to stay away from me, boys. The one, I, the, the two. Away from that, I think uh, Otukamanu is about to explode. I think he's found his straps last what, eight rounds of last year. He's four fifty. Uh, I just think he might take a couple of weeks to wind to warm up. up. But Tigers have a pretty good draw. They got uh, the depleted Storm, 
and then they've got uh, then they've got some you know teams they can let's have a look. I'll give you tell you tell. Then you got the Knights, the Warriors, and the Titans. So he can come out and uh, the Titans game will be his good game, price below his average. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's he, definitely he like was, for um, how we finished. He was so strong at the end of last he, year. Yeah. I, I got massive raps on that kid, and I think he will be a representative player for a long time. But um, at the moment, I'm probably going to leave him. But it, realistically, you can leave players for two weeks because their prices don't change yeah. to the third week anyway. You so can, you're going to leave the forwards a little bit little longer bit sometimes. Time to have a definitely. look and see yeah. how they how they have kicked off for the season. Uh, the mid-rangers I'm looking at, I've got Murdoch Masilla there. Um, he only played 11 games last year. That's why his um, price is a little bit lower. But he had five 60-plus games in those 11 games at the start of the year. He, like, he had started he would have on scored, And I reckon he would have scored year. in nine of them. He scored a lot of, like, for, for where he was playing, he's got a lot of tries. So 361,000, okay. he's someone that I'm looking at. Yep. Um, Makatoa from the Eels, uh, Ollie was all over him in the back he end was. last year. He absolutely loved him. He was at, he's averaging forty five uh, last season, and he's been priced at an, an um, he's been priced at thirty seven points a game. So, if you're going to be going eight nine points above your like above your price every week for the first four weeks or so, you're looking at fifty to one hundred grand. So, Ethan Bullymore at Manly now. Any interest? I don't know where he fits in. To be honest. Yeah, he's in mine at the moment because he's another one with the jewel. Mm-hmm. He's got the yeah. two RF CT dub. Does he start? Because I, I, he won't play back row. I don't know if he starts. If he doesn't start, he's not in my side. But yeah. he, he's there at the moment. I'm sure he'll push his. He'll probably end up at lock by the end of the season. But with what, Schuster, with Jake playing in the middle. Yeah, with, I said it all last year. Yeah, I know. Jake I know. should <laughs> go to the front row. Yeah. He should have gone to the front row last year and probably the year before. <laughs> so a couple of players that are up there uh, currently selected. Tepai Maroa at 205k, who is another jewel. Yep. You love your jewels. I love my jewels, especially <laughs> early on. When you're, when you're selecting a side right now, you can muck around with the jewels. So you can yeah. sort of have them in both positions. Oh, they're, they're brilliant. To be able to flip someone out of one spot and put them into another spot. Exactly. Yeah. George Burgess is in 19% of sides as we speak. As a he, he's, he's in my side at 247. Yep. I think he plays lots of minutes because they stink. <laughs> and I think he'll make money. Aaron Penney for the uh, Warriors mm. is uh, coming in at 9 uh, ninth right now at ten percent as well. Thing that worries me is I think he'll end up with a fair bit of time on the bench. I think he'll be sitting on the bench for a fair bit. So one that I uh, I'm looking at, uh, perhaps wrongly, the are the are the Storm front rows here. So they're both two hundred and five. But Maroa and uh, Darren Skonig, you've got Nelson anti-vax. Yep. You've got uh, old mate potentially going to jail. Yes. And they're losing Finucane. Well, old mate going to jail won't play this year. That's right. So so they need a yeah. new front row, essentially. And so I think... Well, Welch will still take one. Welch will play and, um, and Bromwich is still there. Jesse's still there. And, and that's it. But off the bench at a, as a reserve, I think potentially can make some money over the first four weeks. Uh, that was someone that popped out to me. Uh, beyond that, Dana, anyone else, any other cheapies or mid-range you, you're looking at? There's there's not a lot. So at the moment the Saifidi Daniel Saifidi mm. is is another one that's up there. Um and Welch, the guy that we just named, average sixty and he's he's just one of those workhorses that I can't see it changing. If anything, with these extra guys missing, might get extra minutes and it could bump him up 
But it, it's not to the point where I'm. If you're buying him, it's not to make money. It's just you're buying him another set and forget type guy. Yep. You're not buying Welch to go on to someone better. Yeah. You're purely buying him to be like this is as a, a set solid and forget. Six I feel like points. he's like seventh cab off the rank. Exactly. He's. I'd almost set and forget RCG before him. Uh, if you're looking a, that way. Well, well, RCG probably doesn't play Origin and Welch will. Yeah. So and RCG is it's actually what is he four seventy? Yeah. It's funny how some players just aren't super coach players like Jesse Bromwich. Three thirty. If it, he's three thirty, he'll just be three thirty a year. And that's it. He's one of the better props in the game. But Obviously, we it. we mentioned George Burgess. Um, I've got two on either side of George. To be honest, so Griffin Neem mm-hmm. um, didn't play a lot of games last year, but um, when he did, he produced. So he only played three games, but he was averaging 30, 35, 36, only playing thirty minutes off the bench. I expect his time, his minutes to go up, and he's they're actually he's only priced at twenty eight points. As an average, so if his minutes go up and he starts pushing 45, he's going to make you some money. And Royce Hunt, basically, again, only played two games last year, only averaged 14. You've been, but a, rep, got, you've been a rep for him for, he a, got for a long time. Bugger all minutes. Um, he was good at Canberra, and um, yeah, at 243,000, he's definitely someone worth looking at. My only other one that I've looked at at the, the higher end is. Paul Vaughan going to the dogs. What are yes. we thinking? No, I, I mean, he's the last season last year. He was up sensational last year. Gate, he was, was sensational. Brilliant. He was going so good. I had massive raps on him, and I wouldn't be surprised if he does it again for the Bulldogs. So. And then there's a couple of names here that I like, but I just don't think they're going to get much. Uh, like Oregon Kofusi, someone you might take cheap, but what is he? Like, I don't quite know anymore well, well and that's the problem with any Eels forwards they're going to have Paulo and RCG yeah so. if either of them get injured you've got an instant 100k because yeah, all the other ones are so yeah. cheap uh, absolutely and and, uh, and we'll get to near Corey but like now he's CT Dubbitz uh, and Lasone I keep looking at but he does you know he doesn't play enough minutes I suppose does some good stuff here and there at tight I've, I've very tightened up this year which is weird. <laughs> And you've got, um, you've got the Roosters guy going up there too, which probably reduces his minutes as well. Oh, Leo's going to play a lot of minutes. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, so final word, anything else we need to talk about on front oh, rowers? My front one rows, thing, yeah, yeah. Lolo could become a prop. There's talk that he could be starting prop and Cotter could be coming a uh, sec, uh, playing lock. Yep. With these new rule changes, and this is what's something that we're going to have to – he then becomes a jewel. Yep. yep. So the, and these are the things that we didn't really discuss too much as a hooker because no one's going to change from yeah, something to be a hooker. But if you've got second rowers or locks that change, if you get someone that's a second rower on the bench, bit of injury, the jewels I, kick in. I feel it's like a jewel's going to get those. Going to happen till what round, round six, six, twelve, so eighteen. But I feel like you've that's got quite a, fair. You've got four weeks to have a good. Yeah, look. Yeah, I'm just feeling but like prop could be one of those ones that we're talking about these bench guys right now. It could affect it a fair bit if you've got a, a lock. That's on your bench. They, they menu, they, these days, they manufacture more props than anything else. Yes. They just throw yeah. someone in the middle yes. and go, okay, do your best. And, and all of well, a sudden... And, and to your point, Jake might be a front row six weeks in. So, so it could just Possibly. make the... It's just one of those new changes that could make it very interesting come round 12, maybe, when they've played Absolutely. X amount of games. Um, final word, Dane, and your first pick prop? Pass. Mine's Tino at the moment, just from the soft draw. Um, I've got... I'll go with Haas. Not far away, um, but I will be, I will be <laughs> snaffling your mo in the draft. Don't you worry about that. All right, we get to the engine room. The second rowers, two RF, the locks and second rowers. We get three of them plus whatever. Uh, 
I'm happy to spend up here and go early and sort of try and set and forget as much as I can. But, Barn, uh, any pointers on your second row? Oh, well, the top five players that are priced are Fafida at 7.45, Papali'i at 6.88, Crichton at 6.53, Cam Murray at 6.14, and Torhu Harris at 6.01, again coming off the back of a pretty bad injury. Now, just on the next few there, and I'll get you to put your mic up a little bit, yeah. Josh Curran, it's too expensive right now, that's a ridiculous price, um, great player. Just looking through the next lot, like there's players here you couldn't touch at the prices that I would love to. Uh... Dane and who ex- anyone here excites? Actually, I want to mention someone very quickly. Alex Twile, like he was a super coach god for a year and a half there. Last year he floated and flopped and didn't do a great deal. Um, still around a half a mil. Any interest? Funny you mention that. I like Sean Bloor if he can start. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm sure most people would at like the two fifty nine k. But um, there's Kalon Matangi and. I don't know how to pronounce it. The the manly player Ola Kowatu, yeah, and Ruben Cotter are the three that I've got penciled in at the moment. Right, I just think they're all below average. Um, mm-hmm. It's and they they're below average enough that if they come good, they could turn into keepers. If not, they could quite easily become an easy upgrade to to someone else. Like if if Sean Bloor starts, he's making one hundred and fifty k. What's Ola Kawatu's price? I I think he's probably slightly overpriced. Five twelve, I think so. I think he um he got away with quite a few attacking stats last year that I'm I'm not sure. I think with the target on his head this year, he might not be producing the same sort of attacking stats. He is Manly's best crash play try scorer. I don't see that changing, and 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 runs great off um, Walker and. um, Well, all three of that, all three and a half. Cherry and Foreign. So I actually went the other way. I'm happy to have him. I'm, I'm happy to spend up here. I was looking straight at Crichton, Murray, and Olakuatu, and then just never thinking about it again. Potentially, though, I'd lose all of them for Origin, which isn't ideal. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so I was happy to chip in there uh, and then have a duel with either. We'll see how the cheese comes back, or and then I've got time to build up money for either cheese or I've got McGuinness. What are you thinking, though, with the cheese? Most of his points, or not most, but a lot of points come from tries out of hooker, which will dry up. We'll see how his hole hitting is, I suppose. Well, it, I think we, it, we're almost asking how are Melbourne going to go this year, really, because that's the answer to it. Yeah, she does well. It looks like there's some few issues. Fafita is obviously the top price player. Are we touching? Is anyone him? possibly interested in Fafita at seven forty? With that soft draw, he could put out four, three or four hundreds in. Those it might first be worth nine hundred. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> I'm one of those people. I don't have him. He scores a hat trick. I'll yep. buy him, and he won't score for the next three weeks, lose 150k, and you're just like, oh, why? Before this season, he averaged 64, 54, and 49. So I'm not sure. Obviously, depending on who he plays at the start, he, I think he's probably priced pretty much bang on, to be honest, for the first four to six weeks. So I'm going to sit and wait on him. I'd but, the, yeah, well, the thing is, can you really, you, can you realistically, you're saying realistically we can only get three of the top if ten in your team, two hundreds in is the he first is two he weeks. one of those three you want? I mine's Murray. Okay, I love Murray. Even after the Everyone's show, heard everything. Yeah, yeah. he'd be leading that team. I think. Um, I think he's even going to be given a little bit more license to play ball out the back. So, um, if he can get on that the hot left edge and start, he, um, he was in my first side, but he's guys. not there at the moment. I've got him and Crichton, as I've said. 
you've summed up, Murray. And I think him as captain and him leading that team, they're going to need to play a little, little bit more direct with Fat Reynolds there, so he might actually be more involved. And uh, he has that fan. He did, and going back to the cook thing, they can do that. They almost have a one-two similar to Cheese and and Harry. They can use if they're desperate. So can, make, can break tackles, and he's off. He didn't offload as much as previous years. Last year, I, I think if he can work that offload back into his game, he can start setting up a few more points for for the people around him. And he's going to be my set and forget. Um, Josh Schuster, another one. I think he's probably priced slightly under where. He could be. I think I expect him to be pushing into the 600s by five or six weeks into the game. He's a brilliant ball runner. He's got silky ball skills as well to go with that. So um, on the outside of Foran and DCE, I think he could cause a bit of havoc out there on the edges. Would you consider him as a 5'8", though, instead, and just play it as a safe 5'8", which I can guess we can chat about later? Well, I'll put him into the end of the second row at the moment, and then obviously two to three weeks in... Whoever's on fire will take his spot and he'll be pushed into into my five eight as long as he's not busted. But that's so the whole that's the beauty of the jewels, I suppose. So. Um uh, all right, so we've talked to uh, do you want to piss in Cam Murray's pocket anymore or shall I piss oh, in Aussie's? Uh, um, Victor Radley in there as well. I think obviously he's uh, start stop start he, last year, yeah, the way he never that got he going was last year. But I feel like he's not quite I don't think he's a super coach player. He's one of those guys that you would yeah, love okay. to have in your side. He's four forty, but he just doesn't He's not a try scorer, and he's not a. It's he, like he's Cronk. a star. He's one of the best players. I love him, but he's not a super coach. He just, you know, he cuts people in half, but he doesn't rack up fifty tackles. It's, yep. it's he's the the lock version of Cooper Cronk, best halfback over the last ten years. But you would never have him in your super coach mm. side. Um, I'm a bit with you, and he's priced accordingly. Like if if you if you need to crowbar someone at four forty, fair enough. Uh, his his partner in crime there, uh, Guzzi Crichton, is a superstar of Supercoach and of the game. The the judiciary thing is the only concern, but he was sensationalised. He's good for a try. He's good for a try assist. Who's he, better, him or TPJ? Because TPJ's got the jewel. I'd do it, take Angus, but I'm sentimental. <laughs> um, and and because he's a he's a genuine try scorer, uh, he get, can get pushed out in the centres and score tries. He, is he on Kiri's edge? He had well, With Kiri back. Is he on? Is look, it, is depends that the side if he's yeah, if he's seventy, he will be. Yeah, he will be. Because yep. he, I remember the trials last year. Him and Walk had a fantastic combo, and then they just never really went that way for a lot of the year. Uh, and it wasn't till they got into their seventh half pairing, or whatever, that he started getting a lot more ball. But he missed a lot of that too. He missed the four and six weeks in between. Uh, One of mine is Madison. I don't have him. Well, is he on the nose at Parramatta? Like well, he's so that, and that's exactly why I've got him. He's playing for a contract. Yeah. So if he is starting, he's a super coach star. He's a he, he. His concussion's the issue. Potentially, is the fourth or fifth best super coach back row here. And, and on that's this list. it. So what are we thinking about, Matto? Is he just too much of a risk? But I feel like he's on the yeah, nose at, so. at Para, and that's I don't know if he's going to start. That, that's the that's part of it, like Sean Lane. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, underrated Josh Jackson. Be really interesting to see how he goes in a better team. Then, like, there's this whole list here that uh, of play, or Tor, and obviously Tor, who's injured till uh, round 12 or something, so he would be probably my second pick, really, if he was here. Yep. Uh, but I look through the year and I think Curran's overpriced, Thompson's about right, Frizzell's overpriced, Pengai, probably right, Madison overpriced, Jackson... Interesting. Barnett overpriced. Leilua overpriced. Uwe and I overpriced. Schuster 
if you want to back that way. Colin Matungi, it's his year. Interesting, so here he goes. Kick out overpriced. What's an overpriced? And then you're getting into the... I'm going all the way down to... Uh, you and Aiken, someone I might look at for a draft team. Yep. Not so I much I want to spend money on, but he's a try scorer. and He, he was great in the back row last year. But there's two of them that are, I'm looking at. Aiken's one of them that's a CT dub. And Isaac Tago. Who is also well, we're going uh, cheap, so we'll go, yeah. yeah, yeah uh, the mid-rangers, I've got Keenan Palisida. He only played 12 minutes, I think it was, against the Sharks. Got 12 points and got sent off <laughs> for 10 minutes. It's a good effort. So he ended up with two, but he's a big boy. He looks like he's a, a very strong ball runner. Priced at around 40, average of 40. So I think if um, if he gets some more time up there at the Broncos, he's, he's a show. Um, Jeremiah Nanai from the Cowboys. He's uh, averaged at, he's priced at 39, average I want to ask you about so. both of them. So when, tell us about Nanai and then talk about Lukey as well. Oh, they're, they're both really, obviously really big boys. They run really good lines. Um, Nanai's defence isn't as good as Lukey's. Um, I think Lukey's going to be a superstar in the next two or three years. Um, just the way that he was... he w- He's basically the Cowboys' crash player, as you were talking about before with Ola Kawatu. Um when they get close to the line, they try to set him up on a on a half or a five eight and get him to run over the top of them. And he's that big and strong that <laughs> half the time it happens. So, if he gets um, the game time, I think he's going to get. He 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 should make a lot of money in Supercoach, and I think he'll be um, a, a really good player. The other one for me is Capel. He's priced at his average, but I think he's going to get. I think he will be very involved Better at Brisbane, in that Broncos yeah. team. Are you, I was going to mention him. Are he's you, another one that last year at Penrith, obviously he's great, but there was games he would, he would be sensational and score 16 points. You'd be watch it and go, fuck, he's had a good game. But but that's it. Now without the duel, do you want him as a 2RF? As a no, he's great. Great. He's he's a, a CT- bench player. Yeah, if, that's at, it. He, he's at best. Um, but great as a CTW last year, but now without that duel. Working on an edge with Reynolds and probably, I dare say they'll be playing him inside um, Katoni Stags. Yeah. So if they can hit up some kind of combination there, that's um, something that could work. But um, Dylan yeah. Walker is a 2RF. Yeah, yeah, we played the last four or five games there for Manly at the back end of last year. Interest or not? No. He was running hard. He was playing probably some of his best footy at the back end of last year, but not someone I'll be starting the year with, no. A uh, couple of cheapies for me that I will mention. Well, Makatoa, you sort of mentioned, probably a little expensive. Uh, Rabadi. TC Rabadi. TC Rabadi. He looked good, but um, his form sort of dropped off a little mm. bit towards the back end of last year, so... Probably another one that you want to wait and see how he starts the season. As I mentioned before, you've got two games there before any price changes. So if he starts on fire in the first two games, probably someone you're going to get a crowbar into your team there somewhere. And, Dana, you mentioned a couple before. Do you want to run through who you're looking at in terms of cheapies? So the Sean Bloor was one, obviously. Sean Bloor was one of them that I'm looking at. Uh, Bullimore um, yeah. for Manly. Um, Isaac Tago, who, mm-hmm. again... Jewel, absolutely. What are we thinking with Ben Travojevic? Because he's well, we haven't one. seen him for three years. I know he's, he's the biggest myth in the game. He's dead to me after three years there. of being told he's the best Travojevic. Like it, mm. seriously, if he was any good now, he'd be playing first grade. That's you would it. think okay. so. Are we thinking McInnes as a second rower, or is, if we're getting him, is it purely as a hooker? I'm looking at hooker just because I love the others too much. The other guys I mentioned. Uh, Jack Gazowski heading to Dragons is a cheapie I was looking at. He had some good moments for Manly. 
needs to find himself a little bit, but potentially at the 240. Liam Martin. And you've already mentioned Satili. He doesn't score points. Not a super coach. But he's taking Capewell's spot, so is his minutes going to be increased enough to become relevant? I think he'll have some good weeks. One of the ones we've yeah, not spoken about weeks, is Kikau. Kikau seems to find his way into most people's thoughts. Yeah, I just don't. What are we thinking? With he's moving too to hot the how much ball they give him and yeah, too hot and cold for me. He's in and out. Harry Rushton, bottom dollar, um, a utility out of England that was meant to play last year and didn't get any games um, for Canberra. So wouldn't be surprised if he gets some time in there and actually um, at 175, it's pretty hard to lose money. So. Yeah. <laughs> the other one was Jack Bird playing lock apparently for the Dragons. He was good last year. Yeah, but good again, year. it's a he's a jewel. So yeah. if he's playing lock for the Dragons, he might squeeze into the CT. I'm very interested to see what the Hopgood and Targo, whoever's sort of got the inside running at Penrith, they both interest me. Pretty sure it's Targo. And I think I'll be looking at one of them. And Jackson Tapine, he's still only 18 in a good team. If he's backed as a a lock. I think he played a bit of hooker too. Uh, easy dual position. Yeah, he did. Uh, but if they give him a crack, might, I think he can make money from 280. So uh, I guess there's the names there. Ray Stone, any interest? What's he going to do? Nothing? No. Make he's just, again, he's another one of those guys that if there's a serious injury, but he's probably two down the pecking order. Yeah, now, got, they do. now they've bought it. And they've got Hodgson coming, so they might be on the way out. That's it. Uh, and a couple of blokes I like, but I'm, you know, they're about... Alex Safarth can have a good year if he stays fit and... Uh, but now there's a few names in front of him, and Jack Murchie is just someone I mention every week for some reason. <laughs> Toby Rudolph, <laughs> as, a sh- as a Sharks fan, what are you thinking? Back end of last year, he was terrible. His form dropped off incredibly him towards the back end of last year. So him, and Ua- him and Hamlin Ueli, like they sh- should have been something by now. Absolutely. And then there's not, so. While we're talking Sharks, Fanukin coming, worth it? Uh, at a punt? Uh, he's priced, his average is... Basically, what he's priced at for the last three to four years. So, Wade I don't Graham think you're going to get anything the extra out of him. That I'd had. Not even. T- I wouldn't he's touch Wade Graham with a. But that's only because of how injury prone he was. At the I wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot barge so. pole because it'd probably give him a concussion. <laughs> so, uh, Mitch Barnett now, Connor Watson's not taking half his minutes. Lachlan Fitzgibbon was taking the other half. Yeah, now leave me out. <laughs> you're right. Move on. So Halfbacks. Final final say on CTW. You're looking to set and forget early, I'm guessing. Two RFs, you're talking? Second rooms. Two RFs, sorry. Sorry, all yeah. my jewel, it's all my jewel talk, sorry. Well, my um, <laughs> the, the three that I've got starting, I expect to play, uh, the, to be there for the entire season as long as they don't get injured or suspended. Yeah. And the three bench players, basically, I've got there to try and make money, so... Yeah. I'm trying to bank on my first, the three well, starters and then the other I'm, three. I'm looking to, to go. The bench will be cheap, and I'm hoping all three are going to be named in 17s and just and tick over and well, tick up 30s and 40s. Said, and once round one team lists come out, it's half gonna the be, team's probably yeah, exactly. going to change. But <laughs> Which we will touch on I'm as in, we get there. I'm in two minds. So mine, yeah, I've, I've got. There's one side that's it's pretty much the guns are there and there's no more trading, and then there's another one where it's all right. Let's take a gamble in. You can't have two year. sides, mate. You can. Come on. Because we're about to talk about... No, wait, the last bloke... Wife's email. What? No, we're about... No, 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 there's no, one no, bloke... No. There's, there's actually two last blokes I want to mention. Uh, Pia Cora. Yes. Uh, he's that out round one. That was the bloke one. that I mixed up with Palacio. Yeah. He's the bloke who played 12 he, minutes. <laughs> got yeah. He, 11 minutes, 12 points and got two. His base he price and interests me. And um, old mate Patrick Carrigan. We haven't seen for a year mm. and was... A star two years ago, a genuine star two years ago. Absolutely. If he, if they give him, put the, I think Reynolds is going to captain, but 
bring him back in, play him at lock. He will make you play eighty minutes. He won't let him down. And I'm actually almost talking myself into probably picking him instead of one of the others. Well, I you find most of the guys that are um, priced below their average are, have been long layoffs, long yeah. injury layoffs. Yeah. So I, the more I think about it, the more I'm probably going to even start with him because he's about four sixty, and I can save myself hundred grand there on an Olakawatu or a. I'm starting to think, yeah, I'm starting to think Cam Murray can wait. But anyway, let's get to the halfbacks. Cleary, nine forty nine. Barn, do you want to take away from here? Yeah, average of 108 last year. Cherry Evans, 695. Hi- Nico Hines is the third highest halfback. Is that preposterous? You can't, you can't touch him. Like, no, how do you possibly Not if he's play? playing halfback. If he's playing fullback, maybe, you'd think about it, but yeah, not at halfback. Um, Jerome Hughes, 640. And Ben Hunt, 590. I think a few people have forgotten about how good he was when he was playing good minutes for the Dragons. So, um, he's someone that, I'm, that does sort of interest me, but... Um, I'm gonna. St- I haven't gone with any of them to be honest. I've gone with Luke Keary. I think um, I've mentioned it before. I think uh, if he stays on the field, he's going to be one of the best halfbacks in the game, running around. He's already he's already proven. Um, he average. He's been priced about ten points below his average from the the previous season when um, obviously without the long injury layoff. So I think there's money to be made as well as a lot of points. So he's my starting halfback. Agree, agree, agree. And the other bloke I'm backing, he finished last year red hot, is uh, Mitch Moses. For half a mil, I'm happy to take him. I think they're going to start. I, I'm quite, I'm sort of quite confident Paris is going to have a red hot start again. I think they're going to, I think you can cash in six to eight weeks and then worry about it. Uh, where's my phone actually? I'll just look at the uh, first four weeks. They're probably playing. They've got Melbourne round two. Apart from that, it it's, should be. They've got Titans, Sharks, Storm, and Dragons. They should start probably. They eight, can start okay. Eight and one, eight and like. Eight and then and Titans two. again. Um, so, I was impressed by Mitch Moses in last year. I thought he was easily Paris' best player in the last six weeks. He stood up when Reed was gone. I think he'll make money on five, and at half the price of Cleary, at least to start with, I'm going to roll the dice and back Mitch Moses. I'm also at the moment, can, but I can curbar Cleary in at five eight, which is what I've done. Uh, the other bloke I am impressed by, and he's he's overs. But I'm thinking I might take a gamble on Toby Sexton. Uh, early, a uh, nice early round, good organiser, goal kicker. He will be involved with what they do, and I think he'll make money on 4.30. So they're the two halfbacks I'm looking at starting with. Uh, the others, I'll save, we'll stay with the Jackson. Do you want to talk Jackson, Jackson Hastings now? Yeah, well, you've got my two mid-range players are both 5'8 slash halfbacks. Yeah. Um, Ash Taylor, train and trial. I know he's been fucking Do you want to maligned throw, we by throw, everybody forever. Should we just throw five eights in as, to this as well, for the well, sake but, of? Well, the thing is, this year no, it's, no, it feels like. I know we'll keep, we'll keep it separate. It okay, feels we'll like separate. the majority of halves can be a five eight as well. It's well, not, they it's are, not the other way around. Yeah, you're talking so jewels. They are average yeah. forty two. Um, I think Sean Johnson will probably help Ash Taylor to be honest, and um, if he does start in that position, I think there's a little bit of money to be made with Ash Taylor. Jackson Hastings, um, he's been priced. Below where he should be, he's at three hundred and fifty thousand. Um, it all depends on how he starts the year. Obviously, um, he might take a little bit of time to gel into that Tigers team. But from what I've seen over there, and even before he left, he looks like the male is. Half, he will so. run the show. He's going to be the cap. Like he'll be calling point, and Luke Brooks might be a better player actually for being able to be the yep. the the two I see there. 
apparently his defence is incredible these days. Apparently he's just a wall in defence, which is cool. Um, he'll be in my 5-8 when we get there. So. Uh, cheapies have gone with Blake Taff. Uh, all depends on whether he gets a position to start the year, but at 210000 I can't see him losing money. Uh, you've got Lachlan Ilias as well for South, and I guarantee you if he starts it half back for South, he'll be in 90% of super coach teams He's at 200000 South have a preposterous draw. They've got Brisbane matter. Storm Roosters Panthers, and they're going to have Taff and Ilias starting... For those re- for those weeks, is that a concern or two hundred won't matter? Two hundred thousand, it won't matter. Yeah. Um, as long as he's pushing out more than twenty five points, two hundred and five thousand is um, is good enough. Ezra Mam, uh, Brisbane young upcomer for Brisbane. I'm not sure when he starts or whether he gets a game until somebody gets hurt. But I've heard some really good things about this young kid. Well, it seems he's like I was, I was reading today. He seems like he's. In front of big, strong, quick. I've seen some highlights of no, him. He but he's looks almost like the male is he's almost in front of Gamble. Yeah, he looks like he will be a serious five eight. Um, and or utility he could even play. He's big enough to play in the back row. So yeah, right. Whether they put him on the bench as a utility nine thirteen back row one hundred and seventy bottom bottom dollar. If he gets a start, he'll be someone I'll be trying to squeeze into my team somewhere. And Dan, I assume you're picking Hayes Burnham as your halfback. No, no, no. So I'm. I, I think I want Cleary, but I don't know. And this is where my team just... One team's got Cleary, and it looks kind of too weak. And the other team has Walker at the moment, purely because if he's the goal kicker. If he's not goal kicking, it could turn in... So here's the thing for when Latrell comes back. Latrell will be kicking, won't he? He yes. would be, you would think, yeah. Sorry. He's three or four weeks away. So. Yeah, two weeks suspension. Oh, two they weeks, don't know if yeah. they're going to include the All-Stars at the moment. Supposedly, they the, the, last they I read they include that. Suppo- no, last I read they are. They should, which is bullshit. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That is, that is hor- But he would have been first picked for him. But that's yeah, bullshit. And then that's it. So, um, I've got Ilias because apparently he's in Hastings. Is another one that I've got. So those two are sort of flipping between positions. If Walker's not goal kicking, he's not in my side. He's purely there because the I, I've got the Roosters as minor premiers, and that's. 20 points a game almost in goal um, Like, he's just... Lachlan Miller, the rugby sevens convert that's come across to the Sharks. Um, there's a centre position there that he might be able to get hold of. So yeah. if he's trained well enough and he does get a start in the centres, at, again, at $205,000, um, he's a he's positioned as a halfback, but Could be as a worse. backup halfback, it's probably not and, bad. And that's Oops. that's the thing with halfback this year. It's, it's Cleary, it's TCE, and, and then it's a drop-off. Yeah. Like, so there's even a yeah, da- so there's daylight, so it's Cleary, Daylight, DCE, Daylight. So this is the first time anyone's mentioned. There, this is the first time anyone's mentioned DCE. So it's quite interesting. So we didn't, we haven't really talked about Cleary. We haven't talked about DCE. We haven't talked. We've mentioned Hines and we've mentioned Hughes. So I take that that we've all considered that as I've all had, overpriced. I've had Hughes as a pod, and that's exactly what he will be. Um, Hughes was great for me last year. He but if he kicks goals, he would be in so many more sides. He just. Doesn't kick goals. It, it's that's all it comes down to. I think if if he was a goal kicker at Melbourne, he would be in a lot more. Well, sides. I think if um, if Cam Munster's off the drink, as they say he is, and he's he's going to take a few points off Nico Hines at different, uh, not Nico Hines, uh, Jerome Hughes at different points. So <laughs> I think they'll start using uh, Munster more. 
than Hines. Uh, fuck news. <laughs> it's it's been so a lo- it's, it's been a long so off season. I know DC's second seed, but no interest. No, not at the price. Not to start the year. Not no. to start. No. The year. I want to see how he's what his output's like at the start of the season. And yeah, DC is one turbo injury away from a thirty average. <laughs> yeah, because he plays off the back of the momentum. I suppose I yeah. He was fantastic last year, but yeah, we'll move on. Uh, yeah, Moses Keery from me. Final words. Don't mind. And sexy Sexton actually. Sexy Sexton. All right, let's get to our five eights. Where we will touch. Will Barney take us away? Yeah, top price Cody Walker at seven thirty four nine hundred. Dewey at six seventy five five hundred. Cameron Munster at six fifty. Matt Burton at five hundred and seventy six. And. Brimson and Schuster are both priced at 533,800. Jerome Lewis, any interest, boys? No. At 515? No interest there, personally. No, that's I think that's probably he's probably a little bit underpriced there to be honest, especially if Penrith start the season hot. He just didn't have last year when Cleary was on, Cleary was on. It was Origin, then, it just yeah. Origin killed um Origin absolutely killed him. I think he just got up that hyped up for Origin and then he just never seemed he to come back He finished the year before last on fire with like a 100-round average over the last six games. Yeah. And he brought that forward with him. Origin hit, Cleary missing, Burton come in. Burton's more of a dominant player when he yeah. was there. And he, I believe his average dropped by like 30 points. For if Cleary's in the side compared to Cleary not in the side, Cleary coming back from the reconstruction... If Luai seems to be the player, a bit like Cody Walker, if they're on top, he's scoring a lot of points, yeah. but he's not the guy to be, oh, I'm going to put us on top. Yeah. Remember two years ago they had that period where Luai and Cleary were playing for each other? They'd be grubbing for each other, and and that Absolutely. they went away from that last year. All right, so who interests you from the top five, anyway? I've gone cheap, cheap in my five happy to, So you, everyone's happy to dodge Walker? I'm starting with Dodging. Hastings, and I've got um, Jaden Sullivan... If he's going to be playing hooker for yeah, the Dragons, yeah, I've got Dylan Brown. I hate picking Neil's players, um, but he done nothing in attack last year and still averaged fifty three. I think it was. Really? Two. He scored two tries and two try assists last year and averaged fifty three. He's pretty much the best base five eight in the game, and his attack to start the year can't be any worse than what it was last year. Because I don't think he's. I think he touched the ball last. Like, and, and, he and went he still averaged being... fifty three. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, that, exactly. So that, that, that's right. what I'm hoping for. All he needs. <laughs> okay. All he needs is the tiniest bit more ball. Take the line on, and he's undervalued. Um, it, it would only need to be a line breaker game, mm-hmm. and he's going up. Yeah, fair enough. I, I couldn't touch him. I couldn't touch him. Where are you going, Daggy? I couldn't touch any. I, uh, yeah, Walker doesn't interest me. Obviously, Dewey's not going to be around for a while. Uh, Luai, actually, don't just throw it out there because he just popped up there at the price, and that seems more than fair. Uh, I'm going Kiri and I'm going Hastings. I think they will be the. T- well, actually, I've gone. I had Kiri halfback. Uh, Jackson Hastings at the price. He can't m- not make money at three fifty if he's running a show. No, uh, who will kick for us? Actually, Dewey's out. Dewey's out. He might kick. He might kick. Mm. He kicked for UK? I think he is kicking. Uh, I believe not last year, but previously, yes. I think so. He's tremendous in defence. Um, at 350, I'm happy to have him. And 
Uh, away from that, I was actually looking. I'm very interested to see what happens with uh, Jamin Salmon was someone at the 180 that might be someone if I need a desperate, desperate cheapy to go on. He's but I was if he gets a game. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He's a long way down. I keep getting him and Targo mixed up. <laughs> um, so let's move on from that comment. And um, away from him, I'm a little bit drawing board. I'm a little bit thinking of Luai, to be honest, which is why I said it, and I don't quite have an answer. A couple of mid-rangers. I, I know I'm not interested in Dylan Brown. Uh, I know I'm not interested in Tyson Gamble. SJ, returning home. Not yet. Uh, and uh, Jaden Sullivan was ne- like this, the Sullivan, Sloan, Amone sort of crew all interest me. And yeah, absolutely. that's sort of where I'm at. Um, obviously, you've mentioned Sullivan. My other mid-ranger I had was Kurt Mann. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts at hooker for the Knights. He's under there. 383,000. So, average of 43. If he's going into hooker, what he's probably going to have like to make 43 tackles. So. What is the Knights team even going to look like? <laughs> I don't it. know. Yeah, I really don't know. Um, Cheapies in the half, in the position, Will Smith, as you mentioned. Um, utility, he might not even play in the halves. He might be used as a backup nine, backup 13. $205,000. First team I picked had Will Smith in it. Yeah, $205,000. As you mentioned, Schuster's the, the saviour. Mm. You just, if you pick someone, if they fail, if you've already got him up up top, so, Yeah, pull down. him back from second row back into the five Because he's almost, the, and, and that's the thing, he's, he's not going to score you like a Cody Walker could get you a 150, but he's... he's Don't be surprised if he has a couple of games this year where he's he pushing... He'll crack a ton, he'll crack a ton. ton, but... Because you'll get it. You have a game where they have a try system and two he, tries. He's not going to score you a fifteen. He'll score you a solid. 50, probably going to get you, yeah forty every week. Yeah. What price yeah. do you want Munster to get to for anyone's interest in him? Or you want to see how his like first four weeks 550? go? Five fifty. Munster's thing though. It, it, Five twenty. He's been the same for years now. He's just. I think he is where he is. He's a sixty point average, and yeah. that's, that includes the, the odd thirty and the odd hundred. The, the sad one is seventy four last year. Well, there you go. The sad one is Adam Dewey's off the table all year now because he's not going to drop money to comes back, and mm. you wouldn't. You're not going to buy him fresh at six seventy. Maybe Origin time. He might be someone that you'd be looking at. I'd, I'd give him three weeks to drop hundred grand, yeah. and then I'd wait till and close then I'd to Origin when you're depending how it fits in. And then does, with the ACL, does he come back and get the kicking straight away? Probably not. If he's well, someone's going to be kicking for the first six weeks, so we're going to know. Uh, it is. I'm very interested to see how the Tigers' halves go because Luke Brooks actually does produce points. I think he's like third or fourth on the average. When he's hot. Yeah. When he's hot. And if he can just float and be hot, and he's got a lot to prove. He's very much like Moses. On, on his yeah. day, he can hit a 120. On his bad day, he'll oh, get he a gets. 6. Yeah. yeah, but if he's if all the pressure's off him and it's Jackson Hastings' team, that's when he might shine. And then, and then it means that uh, Dewey's coming in as a probably a centre. Um, Matt Burton, no interest. Not touching. Is I he going to be exposed? I think the first, I think the dogs are going to struggle till halfway through the year. Yeah, at least they, well, he he struggle. Well, they're going to be a better. He team went Penrith games by himself year. last year, but he's got the one. He's got the right foot step sort of. He had the Penrith forward side to help him. Yeah, and now he's got to run it. I just can't see him running a team. Like I'd almost, you know, he's almost the best center in the game if you wanted to stick to that. But now he's got to run a team, a new team, and well, he's the dogs have finally money. bought some forwards, and they will be a better side. But I still think it's going to take them a while to be able to 
Because the the problem was points. Like the average ten to twelve points or something. Yeah. For the entire season, like he should help that. But the, the, it's going to take at least four to six weeks before they start. Yeah. Gelling properly, I would imagine. So final word, Danon on sixes. Yeah, I'm. I'm Dylan Brown. All he needs to do is add some attack to his game, like the year before, and he's a hundred k undervalued. Unless you're um, going to squeeze Kiri in as a, as your main five eight, I'd say save as much money as you can and try to make some money in that position. I think it's open to make money, and then and then you can go and hunt down a Walker six weeks in. I agree with that. Mr. Futter, we get it. to the C Dubs. Uh, very interesting position this year. A lot of the jewels have been stripped out of it. A lot of the jewels have been added to it, actually. But uh, I feel like the majority of the top ten are overpriced. Very interested to hear what you think, Barn, and uh, take it away. There's only one there that I don't think is, and it's our mate, Brian Toto. Uh, majority of his stuff to, just oh, comes off. Go for your top ten and, and, and then tell us if you're happy to pay that for a winger right now. Seven hundred sixty-seven, five hundred for Ruben Garrick at average of eighty-seven and a half. Brian Toto, seven thirty-six, five hundred with average of eighty-four. Dewey, six seventy-five, five hundred with average of seventy-seven. Alex Johnson, six forty with an average of seventy-three, and Dane Gagai, six hundred thousand with an average of sixty-eight and a half. Brian Toto, I will be picking from the start and I will be not hoping that he does not hurt himself at any time and just plays the entire season apart from Origin. So he is my set and forget in the centres and then Is he much your number one, for lack of a better, like number one pick? He'd be pretty close to it. Yeah. I think Kiri's yeah. probably the best value pick that I've got in Oh, but like I'm but saying like from when you when we go back to talking about price. top dollar price, is I, he... I'm pretty sure he's he the one, is he? The okay. one that I've put in there. Fair enough. He breaks tackles for fun. He takes 30, 40 hit-ups, makes 200 metres most weeks. Um, yeah. And if he gets on the end of a couple of um, good balls, he can score tries to boot. So he's my man there. Considering he doesn't kick goals and he's only ended up a couple of points behind Ruben Garrick, who scored you know, however many goals he kicked for the year. Um, Not to mention the tries with it. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Um, but the rest of the top five, I'm not going near, probably not going near. Majority of a lot of players in Supercoach I've noticed have tried to make, they try to make their money in the centre wings at the start of the year. So if you've got a team with a soft draw that you think there's an outside back that might score a few tries in the first three or four rounds. The thing is, there's usually an obvious, there's usually an obvious youngster that's going to, and I don't know if the necessary is this year. Maybe there is. But. Well, the mid-ranges I've gone with is Sol and Cobbo. Um, mm. We saw uh, there's some glimpses of a really good football player in that young kid. He was averaging 40-odd points, and if he gets a fullback starting spot for the the Broncos, 320,000 is not enough. Um, Isaac Tago, we mentioned him in the back row, uh, also plays centre wing position, 287,000, average of 30, just over 30. Um and if he's getting minutes, if he's playing a full game every week, there's definitely money to be made with um, Isaac Tago. So they're my two mid ranges. Well, someone's going to have to play centre at Penrith, aren't they? So I, I think it's his spot to lose. Crichton. So Crichton and Tago, you think? Yeah, I, I think if that's that it, then that, he's a no brainer, an honest no brainer. And then our man, the other one is our man uh, Oliver Guildhart. Yes. Ollie's. Ollie's hero coming here. He's 280. He's a British international. He's coming. Apparently, he's a great defensive centre. Waiting to see that. Uh, where, but yeah, English international. 
traditionally, the English backs don't have as good a track record as English forwards, but uh, at 280, I think he can't not make money if the Tigers He's play fairly any quick, and if footy. he is as defensive as they say, he um, yeah, should fill a, a gap there that the Tigers need desperately. Uh, and uh, so, apart from that, let's go away from... Oh, Danan, where are you looking? I, I'm along the lines of fit to- oh, in if I can... And then it's just cheapies. Pretty much as, as Barney said, it's try and just grab as many bottom dollars that are starting. Uh, take and, and this is actually quite a key position for team lists once we see yeah, and comes that's it. it's, yeah. it, who comes in. And who comes in. So Tago's, uh, Joseph Sawali, Will Panasini, uh, they're there at the moment. It's just, it's all those, uh, is it Amone from the Dragons? Yes. yes. He's there at the moment. Um, it, it's pretty much... Whoever's, oh, what would you say, three hundred or less? Well, I think if Sawali's starting, he's going to be in a lot of, a lot of. Oh, lot he'll of be teams, the, he'll be. So. Well, he was last year, but he'll yeah. this year be the most picked player. Um, yeah, I as will Gildhart and Hastings. I think they're going to be popular in a lot of people's lists. Penasini will he'll he'll take one of the spots. Sevo's out. Uh, Ferguson's gone. Um, there, there will be there's a, spot. a spot there for him. There's, yeah. a, there's at least a spot there at the Eels. Um, Whether he takes it or not. Sawali, uh, who's the Billy Smith? Is it from the, from the Roosters? Yeah, Easts. He could yeah. be another one because Ikevalu's also gone. Well, you could, but East have Nagama coming in, and they have Morosi coming in, so he might. Mom, Mom's. I'm guessing he's got the wing. So there's still. Well, because Ikevalu's gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Sawali should be. Nagama can play wing too. He, could. he might have a good year, Nguama. Good player. Jeez, even he, he, he's he, old and he's, yeah. he'll be. I think he'll end up being a backup. But I, yeah. I think anyone in the Roosters this year. The, you've be. all missed the one from the Roosters who I'm first picking is Joey Manu. He's uh, a superstar game. He's five thirty nine, average sixty or sixty odd last year. He's the one. If I can't afford Toto, he's the next that I'm. I, just, I feel like he's going to get involved enough in at centre for me early. But mm. if you if you're happy to copy him, you know through Origin he's going to play fullback for six or seven I'm rounds. I'm so surprised someone hasn't thrown big money at him to play I fullback. Th- I think the Warriors I did. They just did. Warriors tried it. I think he had a crack at a mill. Yeah, and he's selling for 200k not, not or whatever to, you know. Which, fair enough. Good not on a him. mill on the books. But anyway. um, I, I, he was, geez, he was good last year. Like he was. Teddy's injured. Joey Manu ends up in, in fullback, eighty percent of sides. Through and through Origin, he's going to play fullback for probably six weeks because I'll rest Teddy in between. Uh, and so I, I'm, he's on top for me as a CT dub. I was going away from the top, pretty much ten. Uh, Ikevalu, I assume he starts at anything Sharks, over about six hundred is pretty rough. So no love for Emma as the no. top point scorer Zero. from last year. Zero. How's he? Gonna, how's he not going to be four hundred after? Oh, I, I agree. I don't have him in mind, but I'm just unless Turbo, like, surely it's not get, like it can't be the same as last. And that's year. what I mean. When it's draft, I'm sure it'll be a different conversation because it's yeah. no price. And that's why Dewey's off table because you won't lose man. Like if Dewey got yeah. back to half for half, you you go and get him, but Definitely. you can't touch him. Can't possibly touch Mansell. Val Holmes will Cowboys a shot. Rapana don't want to pay that. We'll let you down. No. I would love to have Mars in the team, but I want to pay half a meal for him. Kotrick back at um, the Raiders might be something there. Mm. He did have a very let's get into just a little bit. They're not quite stuff. low, uh, but um, Zach Lomax fit and firing. Interesting, interesting. interesting. Um, yeah, you want to see him come back? Um, you know, you know, he's got the he's got the skills, he's got the talent to be 
uh, a premier centre in the game. Does but he fall under the Stags? Too many injuries? A little bit, yeah. Um, but Stags and him are both players that you probably do want in your Supercoach team when they go off. So, <laughs> Well, two years back he was just a god. Like I, You could play him wherever you wanted. Uh, Campbell Graham doesn't score enough points week in, week out. Ewan Aiken's one. If Ewan he's Aiken, playing second row. Correct. Absolutely. Because he's got defensive stats and he usually scores a try. He yeah. does like to run. He was playing really, really well in the back row at the end of the last year. Oh. He's got Tohu SWAT, doesn't he? To start I the guess year? he will have, yeah. yeah. Him and Curran and um, so. because Fanua Brown's gone and someone else is gone. He said he's been training exclusively in the back row, so Yeah. I think Aiken is a great shout. I think he's a good footballer and a try scorer. And that's the thing He's with the CTW. You either, you're either going that top guy like a Toto to just set and forget. You're going the the cheapie to make the money. Mm. Or you're going someone like that who's just, your hope's just going to get you like a 50 every so week. So if we're talking, though, like surely Katoni Staggs at 4.33 is a must-buy. Well, there was talk that he was going to be a 5.8, though. Even better. I don't think they're going to play. I don't, I don't, put, I don't no, think it helps. If they're, like, if they're all over this man, uh, or is it Ezra Mam, whatever he is, mm. keep Katoni there. Get, if he gets a full season in, he was incredible. To, like, incredible. Absolutely. And that's the other thing. Will he get a full season? He's, he's just turning into another one yeah, of those injury prone. Sometimes they come good. Like, I, 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 I'm going to buy him. I've seen guys that have had two or three years injury and, and then they they're don't fine. Get look at Benji, like, yeah, look at Benji Marshall. Yeah. Look at, there's plenty of folks. Like. That's it. Uh, and then, as my iPad spits me out, Nick Meany. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Nick Meany, any interest, actually, while he does. No, 420, no, don't, not don't yet. Don't touch anyone at Melbourne. I can't see him getting a spot, to be honest. I'm not sure. Where do they play him? Well, Lumi Lumi's gone. He plays on the wing. Yeah, not as a winger. Oh, Coates uh, is down there. Then mm. you've got the William Warbrick from, yeah, that's right. come across from the Sevens, uh, New Zealand Sevens team. Well, Coates is another one I'm not touching, even though he's going down. Now, there. Bailey Simonson and uh, Neil Corey. Bailey will be on the wing first, Sevo. Sevo's gone, so Simmons is going to play some... He had, he had those couple of incredible games last year. Absolutely. He's 370. Is there interest there? Not yeah. really. Well, Sevo's tries, though, a lot of it was just... the Sevo being Sevo. Sevo being Sevo. But Sevo catted it last year, let's be honest. That, too, but he catted it not when there was a try on offer. Yeah. He catted it when he was 20 metres out, and it's like, oh, crap, we need a penalty Simmons here. is still a pretty strong young I fella. think Simmons. He's definitely good. I think Simonson's a shout because if we're saying Parra are going to be good, he, he's he going to score tries. He's one of the ones that could be worth the risk at the start. But All right. What do we do with Nia Corey? If he's starting, he's in. If he's not there, he's not. It's just one of those. It's another one at the Eels that if they start. Would you, would you rather him in CT dub or. He needs to play six second row. at least. Otherwise, he's not worth buying. Well, if he's on the field, I think he's in as a CT dub. You'd pick him as a CT dub? Yeah. But again, he's just he falls into that category. Eels probably have seven of them. That if they're starting, they're going to make 150k. If they're not starting, it's so my cheapies were Edward Cossey from the the Warriors, really big, strong young boy. He only played a couple of games at the back end of last good year. To try scoring, but he averaged yeah. 31 and a half, and he's been priced at 24. So um, if he if he gets a start in the centres, he'll be someone I'll be looking at bringing in. And um, I know Jed Cartwright's been in and out of teams all over the place, but at $205,000 again. He's still at Souths. I expect him to get a few more minutes at Souths now that a couple of them have moved on. So he could be pushing out 35, 40 points a game. And yeah. A couple of mid rangers here. Cheekham, any interest now he's at Souths? Zero. For me. Branko Lee, Brisbane? No. No. 
and you've mentioned Selwyn Cobo, uh, and we've mentioned Guildhart. I'm just running through here. Suwali two fifty nine imagine will be in ninety seven percent of all teams. Yep. Uh, will Penasini, good player. I think he starts. If he starts, he's in my side. And lastly, Robert Jennings, if he gets a wing spot at Penrith, two fifty two twenty nine. It, it's worth the risk. The I price think. is, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's worth the, the gamble. If he starts, he's going to score tries. Yes. All right, and we get to the... Uh, the fullbacks. The fullbacks. We go from top to bottom, Barn. Yeah, Tommy, as we mentioned before, $1.2 million. Is he the most start expensive the starting player of all time? As, as far as I can remember, boy, boy, yeah. Boy, an arm and a leg. Yeah. I don't think anyone started I don't started think anyone million. started over a million dollars yeah. to start the, the Supercoach season, so... Yeah, Tedesco at seven sixty, uh, Latrell Mitchell at seven twenty one, Ryan Pappenhausen at six hundred forty, uh, six hundred ninety four, and Nico Hines at six hundred eighty five nine hundred. Well, and I'll just run through the next. So Gutho six fifty five, Johnson six thirty eight, Dufty six hundred, Ponga five nine nine, Kennedy five six eight. What do you do? What do you do? Tedesco. Just happy to set and forget. Almost half the price of um, Tommy. He's almost half the price. Half almost the half the price of Tommy. Um, I can't see Tommy averaging 150 again next year. Um, even if he's averaging at 100 and Teddy's averaging he, at 85 for half the price. Or let, well, let's talk Tommy. A year under the belt, he's had the year he's had. Surely coaches working out now. Absolutely. Surely he's still, he gets he's still number one draft pick. Whoever, oh. if you're playing draft, whoever gets number one. We, we all know, we, I'll tell you the exact draft order we have draft. It's going to be Tommy, Cleary, Teddy, maybe Angus Crichton. Then it's inter- It's very well, interesting. It goes after that. After, yeah, after, he did it so easy last wood, yeah. year. Like He made it look so easy. We, yeah. How many times we watched a game? He only played 14, 15 games or whatever it was and was still by far the best super coach Hayne player in the comp. the perfect comp. one to compare it to. So, 2010, yeah. nowhere near the same. They figured out. They, yeah, they rush him up, getting in. Yeah. All right, oh, if, yeah. if he starts doing that backwards movement, don't move. Like, you let him come back to you yeah. instead of, I'm going to shoot here. And and Melbourne um, nailed it in those fin- in the, the late season where they just isolated him. And all they did was basically say, whatever happens, you two follow him. That's it. And they, they ended up floating across field. Well, and as soon as DCE goes across the field, they're going to be pushing three guys to follow, one outside, one on DCE, one yeah. on the inside. The the thing I don't think they're going to be able to stop that much is when he comes back through the middle off the off the forwards and short passes inside yeah, off the off your halves and it was yeah, taking the piss like like when he used to just yeah late in the season we it's go the Cowboys game. try wasn't it yeah he, he just uh, beat it, it seven was, blokes or something it was, and it was like oh, Hayne oh nine against because what he's, he's what six four just, six four hundred and ten k's like. Yeah. and he's there's not a lot of fat on him as soon like as it's it, just I expect him to drop close to about a. Two hundred and fifty. Mm. He's going to come back to about a million. I would yeah. imagine about halfway through the year, back end of Origin, he's going to be back up around sixty, seventy percent of people that own him. But but you mentioned earlier you worried about uh, injuries as well. It's not like he's not exactly Iron Man, but he's he got through the one, end of last year. He's got, one hand he's got his away. own. He's got his own physio, and he does whatever he does. So maybe it's not an issue, but there's still that concern. As I, well. I'd be shocked if he goes below nine hundred though. How no, many people, do you, can you see people trying to crowbar him in? Or you, like, Absolutely. I, can, I reckon yeah. you're going to be looking at 40, 50% of people are going to be trying to get him in. Oh, man, that's too much of a cap. Is that, is that, and are they wrong? At ten or at 12% of your cap, yeah, I think so. Yeah. but It depends on what you can do with the rest of it. 
and and there is the there is yeah, the, you, you can find some um, some money in other positions, but I I, I can't <laughs> I can't get it, especially when you got Teddy, who you know he's he's been punching out eighty to ninety every year for the last three to four years. Yeah, um, yeah. He's at he's only nine percent at the moment. Um, but I, I don't know how yeah, th- those stats are this year. Well, let's get through the next. So, Teddy is Teddy. I think once Latrell's back, I think he will be my f- basically my first goal. We didn't make if, money to bring Latrell back in. Latrell was not suspended. He'd been my side over yeah. the number. So, right, as as it stands right now, Sawali's... You know, you know what? CT when we talk tub, drafts, he's, he's, he's a draft pick for sure. And certain. Yeah. He, he might be... If I'm not draft number one, I'm picking the trail probably. So, uh, as fullback, I think it's going to depend a lot on how the halfback goes. To be honest, because yeah. um, if the halfback dropping balls, throwing shit passes yeah. out to Walker, not it's not going to get to the trail. There is so, so. Much, but there's also so many jungle jumps. I think if if the service is shit, he'll play six. I think possibly they'll make the yeah. call quite early. Why not? It's already it's already been thrown out there. You can dig and run over someone. Yeah. he's got a good and have game. Walker play set if they're struggling. Leave Taft back at the back. We'll we'll, we'll know. I think yeah, if yeah, it stinks, absolutely. they'll just bring him back. Name at six. Put Cody and and wow, that could be even more. That could but be even more big dangerous. Wraps on Elias, so we'll yeah. Obviously, and we'll and Taft did a tremendous job. So. The fullback position, fifty nine percent owns Sawali. I'm assuming fifty eight of that is at centre. The next one on yeah. the list, though, is Pappy. At Nothing 50, he is in 50% of sides right now. Well, and he's the... Sp- well, he he's the sp- that run before he got knocked yeah, out. But, but he's also the spruik. He's also the sangster and those blokes saying, oh, you could just go get Pappy. So I think he's a bit of the mainstream that, spruik. And it six weeks before he got knocked out where he was just killing it? And at, yeah. It. And as you know, um, but, like, you know, I, I like looking for pods, So, but I think he's going to be the mainstream favourite. I'd be very surprised if he wasn't. I don't think Nico's going to be in many teams at close no. to 700,000. No. So the guy, the, the, the next one, less than the guy I, I am thinking of starting with is Gutho. Uh, he always starts red hot uh, and traditionally he burns himself out about round, what, 16? Yeah, something like that. But I'm happy to have him. I think I think he's still overs at 650, but he's going to average 70. He's going to do a good job and that'll let me bring in a second one, which is where I'm looking to then, who he's also overs, but I'm going to back Jaden Campbell as a second with their run, a second fullback, and go Gutho and Campbell double shot and see yep. how we go. Yeah, nice. I think one of them makes money. Maybe they offset each other. One of them makes money, and then I can look at Luttrell You make a, month a lot in. of... The only issue you've got with those two, it's a long way to get to Tommy. Almost, yeah, you could yeah, almost, you yeah. could almost set up the rest of your side by going those two. But you've That's got, what I'm you're thinking. a long way from Tommy and Teddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're saying. And I, like, I would actually, to be honest, be... Gutho would have to do... I'm just looking at his break-evens, actually. Gutho would have to be 75, so he's probably going to hold money if he holds. Uh, but you're looking at a double trade to get one of the others in. Yes. Uh, beyond that, anyone else I'm interested in... I think that's why people have gone so early at fullback, because they can get a cheapy be made yeah. there, and then he can, they yep. can upgrade somewhere. But um, not, not necessarily fullback for more CT dub. Bailey Hodgson seems to... Be a name that's popped up a little bit. He hasn't played for twelve months, but any any male, anything around him? Not from me, mate. No. Two fifty nine. I think Suwali's going to be in everyone's team. So uh, Suwali's going to be the fullback. Is the number one position when it comes to Supercoach. Yeah. And at the end of the year, Suwali's going to be this year's Dane Laurie. I, I've got a feeling it's going to just be. 
Teddy, Turbo, Pappy will be the main three. But by season's end, oh, for sure, every sure. side will and have. Latrell. Well, yeah, Latrell would Latrell. be the other one, pending on how he goes. Because, again, he's now falling into that, that suspension area where mm. touch a jaw, mate, two weeks. Well, when, when we were back on Zoom and uh, having our... You know, going through it, the two blokes I was that excited to be involved in Supercoach with next year were Tyrell Sloan and Campbell, and they're both they've been priced up to their eyeballs. priced to their eyeballs. Yeah, so you can't. So and, and if I had to pick, I would go Campbell over Sloan, but yeah. I think Sloan might be a star. If Cam- if Campbell yeah, was priced, I think a lot. I only got one mid ranger, and it was he's a CTW as well. Solon Gobbo mentioned him before, three hundred twenty thousand. Uh, I've got two cheapies though. I've got an Xavier Savage. It's looking more and more like he's going to be starting at fullback for the so Raiders. So what? Um, Coxdad's going to be go to centre. Really? That's what I'm hearing. And mm. um, he was averaging 46 and a half points at the end of last year, and he um, he's only been priced at about 37. So there's some money to be made there, especially if he's starting at fullback. And Blake Taff, whether he gets a run or not, is the big question. But if he does get a run, there's Taff some money to trap. be made with Taff. That's but the worry. Uh, it depends if he's... Yeah. He's probably not going to start. Uh, by the looks well, of it, he's... going to start. That's the problem. No, he's starting because... He's starting because Latrell's out for at least one week. And that's the other thing. If Luttrell, It's now one week. Now it's one week. If it is it's, confirmed, if one it's week. it's only one week, you can't touch him, though. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the thing. If Latrell was starting round one, I don't think Pappy's as high. Mm. I think it gets spread out a bit more. I think everyone's just going, oh, we can't touch Tommy... Teddy's borderline, and everyone just jumped on Pappy. Yeah, and Melbourne aren't Melbourne aren't special as this. Like Melbourne no. are a long way off the pace this year, and that's and, and I suppose you could say something about Para, but I'm I'm putting faith in Gutho there. Uh, Ponga, we haven't mentioned him. No interest, just oh, shit team. And he's going to be doing too much. He'll man. he'll have a run of five games where he averages a hundred, but it all depends on much. his seven and his six. Um, who plays six for him? Yeah, what is it now? Clifford and um, shitbags. Okay. And Clifford's just a super coach cancer. Does yeah, the bloke from the Dragons? Um, sal- no. Um, oh, Mil- apparently Milford's going in now. No, no, there's a bloke from the Dragons. Yeah, I can't even. Um, back up half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it su- not O'Sullivan? Um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but he's apparently going to be six and seven, and I can't see those two producing enough. Like, it, it, there's going to be games where he could do it on his own, but it, and I don't think he's going to get enough support. Reese Walsh. Mm. What's his price? Five fifty-seven, and he's back in. He's suspended for a week, I think. He's yeah, round two. He's back. I think he'll drop a little bit at the start of the season. If you can get him around 450, 480. And Joey's a dual position, Manu. Yep. Uh, I'm just looking through the mid-ranges there. No one really jumps out. Cockstag doesn't interest me anymore. So one we didn't talk about in either position is uh, Stephen Crichton. Thoughts? Good centre. Just want to see how they start. Well, yeah, I don't know how they're going to start. Is, it, is there a little stink a about worried. Penrith? Like I've still got them top two. I, I've got Roosters, minor premiers, Penrith second. But it's the thing is with Penrith, they could still win games 10-8. They'll just win it off the back if Cleary's kicking. And they might not score 30 points a game. Super coach points, yeah. and, and that's the problem yeah. with it. I just, he'll be very protective early on. Kick for the corners. They've got the forwards to do, do it. Yeah, they just, they just win because they... And he might yeah. not 
score the points that you need him to? If Penrith get on a run and start putting teams away, which they will someone eventually. that you'd be looking at. But yeah, I don't think you can start the season with him. All right then. Uh, so that's our thoughts on uh, Supercoach. We've been here for a couple of hours. We've run through it comprehensively. It is footy and frothies. We've made it all through. Uh, Danon's in a world of trouble because he was supposed to be home two hours ago. But hey, welcome <laughs> to the show. Uh, we'll be back in uh, a week or t- we'll be back in two weeks to do our full season preview with the Gump and Ollie, and then we will. Uh, be have the rotating cast as we go through heading into the season. Danny, you have to come back on and do it again, I assume. Uh, yeah, get absolutely. you in, get drafts, you off the bench, and then we're going to do a on. draft night, which we'll put on YouTube and have some fun with. Should be uh, should be a lot of fun. We'll track that. We've got the Super Coach group I mentioned earlier, as well as thanks to everyone who jumped in our league straight away. Uh, I should probably wrap up Super Coach first. Final thoughts? Any key players you want to rubber stamp? Say, yep, I want them. They're going to make me money. Oh, the rubber stamp for me is Teddy. He's my, no matter what my team does, and the, the smoky is Dylan Brown. Yeah, so um, after our discussion, I'm probably going to try and go and get Payne Haas into my side <laughs> in the front row somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking back at the stats that I already did and still left him out. But um, I think Luke Keary is in for a blockbuster year, and so he would be one of the ones that I'm going to rubber stamp. And Brian Toto, I can't see him... Uh, going too far backwards from where he was this year. So, um, Cheapies, I think Jaden Sullivan, if he starts at nine for the Dragons, is definitely someone you want in your team. And Xavier Savage, if he's going to be starting at fullback for the Raiders, is another one that you want to be putting into your team. For me, well, we mentioned Payne Haas. Uh, I'm stamping... I'm actually... I'm I'm chips in on Mitch Moses here. I think he's going to do well. I think he will have a year. Kiri, you've mentioned Jackson Hastings... At the price, I think, cannot possibly not make money. Uh, hopefully the Tigers just don't fall in a complete shit heap. And uh, Katoni Staggs, I think, will be... Oh, Staggs and Gilhart are the you know, yeah. first time looking up CT dubs. Looking forward to it. Hopefully we've uh, shed some light on the, some of this Supercoach business. And hopefully you've stuck around for the two hours we've taken to do it. Uh, anything else you want to finish on, boys? Not for me. I'm all good. Enjoy the season. Very good. Looking forward to footy. I've got a bit of a buzz on for footy this year. Can't wait to get into it. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with our full season preview, which go probably even longer than this one. And then uh, we're back to a week, two shows a week we're going to do this year. There's a plan. We're going to do a review show early in the week and a preview show hopefully Wednesday nights and get up and running and make it a little bit more listenable for all listeners. Thank you for... Jumping on board, subscribe on Spotify and all that good stuff, as well as on the Beer Gun Apple YouTube channel where we'll cover off stuff. Stick to our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, where hopefully Super Saturdays will be in person and can do a quick uh, early mail show as well. But take care, guys, and we will talk to everyone very soon. Chat